normal. Welcome to Coffee with the Curmudgeons. And uh, we're going to hopefully see that make, maybe things, you know, you know, it's go, it's crazy. It's Monday. It's, it's mm. going crazy. Mm. And uh, here with me today uh, on the show yep. is uh, Jason Allen. It's What's going on over there? It's Monday, man. How it's, was your St. Patty's Day, by the way? Uh, non-existent. No? Yeah. You didn't let go of your Germanic uh, and try to embrace the Irish yeah. today? Yeah. yeah, hello. That's exactly. <clears throat> German, what not Irish. So what was your weekend? Um, pretty good. Did the whole St. Paddy's Day thing. Did the, I Really? A, what did you do? Oh, I have a ritual. Okay. Always on St. Paddy's Day, we had, yeah. you know, the corned beef and the cabbage and potatoes and stuff. And yeah. Then, uh, the ritual, uh, you have to sit down and watch... John Wayne's The Quiet Man. Every oh, yeah. every St. Patty's Day, you got to do it. It's, it's like this thing. So, I of course uh, took my whole family Quiet hostage, man. sat them down, force fed them corned beef and John Wayne. They are now scarred. Yeah. Um, but that was my St. Patty's Day. Yeah. The Quiet yeah. Man. The Quiet Man. Huh. You know? Where he's like he's from Ireland, but has the worst if if he has an ax you know Irish accent and you know John well, Wayne. What do you think? You know, yeah. He doesn't have a, I don't know. Uh, come here, you Blarney. Right. Uh, but, hey, listen, enough talk about me and St. Patty's I know, right? Uh, I sat down the other day, and I said, um, Doc, yeah. who is the most busiest person in Portland? I mean, who, who, who would be on your shortlist for the busiest person in Portland? Right. Yeah. Uh, Just off the top of your head, give me, give me the... I, I I don't know that guy downtown with the with the leaf blower. Yeah, him. But you can't like every morning like take a week off, dude. Well, he's, I don't know. Yeah, that's he's what I'm thinking. Trying to feed his family. That joke. But on my short list, <laughs> uh, <I'm>, uh, <laughs> folks, we're about ready to get to the funny. Okay, I promise. Yeah, it's, I know. it's coming. We're just making it painful for you. But there's an interesting. There's an interesting thing that's happening here. Yeah. Generally, we're funny. <laughs> as soon as you get a comic in the room, Speak it, it's yourself, it's Mr. like a Star Trek thing. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> We've, somehow we've orbited this planet and all our funny is gone, right? Yeah, well. That's probably good, right? It's, it's Yeah, it's good. We we want to do a bring in a ringer. <laughs> we, we brought in the real that's person that's funny. That's the second Star Trek I've done. Yeah. Oh, God. But uh, Amanda Arnold, she is a uh, Amanda down. One of, Arnold. Yes. One of my favorite yes. peeps. Because, Mine too. Uh, yeah. She shows up like uh, when it, whenever the you know it's like a wind that blows in whenever it wants to and just like yeah. be- beats you up against the side of the head and you know goes on her way again. Yeah, she does that. She oh comes my in and beats the crap out of us and does it with style. Hello, Amanda. Well, hello. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> How are you? That was the crappiest segue ever. It was horrible. I, I was trying to be quiet, but I did hear that that was. The second Star Trek reference. I was. Down I know. Here. I know. It was bad. I've seen all of Next Generation, so I can't say anything. Mm. But not the original series. Mm-mm. Oh. I've seen a few, but I've I've seen all of Next Generation probably a yeah. few times. Deep Space Nine. Yeah, uh, I didn't like it. Oh really? I mean, oh. I didn't hate it, but it was. I don't. It just it was Next Generation. That's really. Yep. Yeah. It, it, there's there's a way to watch those. I was forced to watch it. Honestly, I dated a guy oh, that okay. like. <laughs> would watch it every night before he yeah. went to bed. That's like what he'd fall asleep to. He was a oh, grown man. <laughs> and uh, so we would, uh, I've seen all of it. I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. So there's that. Did he force you like to role play? <laughs> like, no. here, take this phaser. No, but we'd have arguments and mm. he would um, be like, well, you know, like in that episode of Star Trek. And I'm like, no, no, yeah. we're not basing our life off of uh, Star Trek here. Oh, my gosh. And so, so what you're basically telling me is it didn't work out? 
Cause you had a bad day. I just. <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. You know. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Amanda's personal life. <laughs> right. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> little frisky over here. Wait a minute. This is the one where they separate the saucer section and they yeah, go down no, to exactly. the that's battle bridge. That's exactly what it was. And you're just like, I know. Is that it's a, like, you're like, all right. Is that a triple in your pocket? Yeah. You just happy what to sucks see is me. when you start getting into it and you're like, okay, this is the cool one. With Q. I like, you know, you only get the few that Q are in. So you're like, okay, do you want to watch this one? Uh. Um. Yeah. My my mind is wondering right now. It's like you come know, out of Star Trek land. Q or <laughs> Q or yeah, yeah. Q can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you never know. We can watch <laughs> this on. Yeah, I got it on Blu-ray. Netflix or Blu-ray or something. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know. That well, isn't that a complaint everyone has though? I'm mm. sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's people who are like. Yeah. May have complained the same thing about me. You know, it's mm. like, oh, it's mm. just that one episode. Then I'll go to bed, <laughs> honey. And it's like another episode. It was probably one of the first things that people binge watched. Yeah, Ooh. like I was probably one of the first series that people were like, yeah, I'm gonna binge watch this. I'm gonna watch this over. Yeah, I just rewatched The Office. It held up. Which really? one? Really? U.S. or US. U.K. Ah, yeah, I'm a U.S. Office. Per- I mean, I. Yeah, all the way. I've never seen one episode of The Office. I haven't. Oh, I'm sorry. Good. I know. I think I saw the first it's season. It's so good. U.S. But I've also seen the U.K. Yeah. I mean, I've watched that one, but they're just, it's kind of like yeah. the substitute teachers of The Office for me because I watched the U.S. one first. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love Ricky Gervais, don't get me wrong, but. Anyway. Well, I mean, yeah. And, and to be fair, he created The Office. And, yeah. You know, it's, right. it's like. It's like the All in the Family thing. It was actually created in the UK. But Steve Carell was like, hold on, I got this. I can make this way better. Yeah, he's he's pretty funny. It was a good cast. It was a great cast. But, I mean, it was a good cast in the UK, too. It was Ricky Gervais and Mm -hmm. Martin Freeman and a whole bunch of other people, too. So, I don't know. Mm. It's weird because we're going to be talking about comedy. And uh, I just watched Ricky Gervais has a new thing on Netflix. Netflix, right. Just dropped. Yeah. So, I just watched that. Stand up comedy without microphones in their hands bug me. I'm just yes, gonna throw that out there. Yes, thank you. It feels you. TED talky to me. Thank like, you. And I love TED talk. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they're two different things. <laughs> um, and I just uh, there's something about a comic. Yes. With a microphone in their hand, and when they don't have the microphone, it's just a different experience. Yeah. yeah you don't you don't see Jerry Seinfeld out with this thing. Yeah. Right. He's like, hey, what Sein- about that? Right? Seinfeld's new special was it was good. Amazing. He was just. Yeah. He's yeah. everything that we think Seinfeld really is. Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't know who he is at home, but that's who I think he is. He like, watches a lot of Star Trek at night. Yeah, <laughs> His exactly. wife probably just is laying there. He's a big Superman guy. But, yeah, I mean, I agree. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, it's just off-putting. as a live video producer, if there's one thing I can't stand is this. Is this mm. thing, mm-hmm. and it's and it's like let's put that on so you look really important, like you're preaching Jesus or like I feel like or giving a motivational corporate talk. Yeah, know? it reminds me of uh, what's the dude's name? Uh, he's gonna convince me to oh, sell. Oh yeah, Tony. I watched Tony his Robbins. Doc- Tony Robbins. Robbins. His yeah. documentary was really insane and interesting. Yeah. Um, do you, his voice is so deep because he actually has thyroid issues that make oh. him or something. Isn't he big though? Isn't yeah, that's tall? why. Big like guy. he's big and he has a deep voice because of health issues and he never oh. treated it so he could mm. use that to you to, know yeah I, I don't know so it's like people sell their furniture to go to that thing it's it, like eighty thousand dollars to geez. go to his convention and people yeah. are like 
sold my couch like four years in a row to so it's like it's like you're going to see andre the giant motivate you to yeah i met andre the giant when i was a kid did you really Mm -hmm. i was young it was at um i'm you guys are both from here right oh yeah so portland wrestling of course sandy bar sandy bar flea market oh yeah yeah Uh, we were at the sandy bar flea market and he was there and i was seven eight maybe so this was like 30 years ago and he seemed like a real giant like he picked me up and i remember his you know you kind of pick a kid up by their bottom i remember his hand covering my whole bottom and coming up my back like just he felt like a real giant it was it was really cool yeah the coolest thing about him, though, is uh, when he was, what, seven, four, seven, five? Something like he that. He seemed like 14, um, 26 when I was that. Very big. Yeah. Right. And the uh, favorite thing was uh, Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. With him. Totally. You know? yeah. And he, his voice. That movie yeah. totally held up, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think for people that saw it, though, there's movies that didn't hold up. Like, I have tried to get a couple of people that didn't see The Labyrinth growing up to watch that. Mm. And they're like, no, this is weird. Like, mm. <laughs> But I still love it. I'll still watch it. I watch that once a year. Uh, Never Ending Story is another one. Oh, I love it. Yeah. 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 But yeah. back to this. Anyway, sorry. Dark Crystal. <laughs> sorry. Back to this. Thing. No, I just wanted to rant. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, yeah no, because it's, a, it's, it's a thing. It's like a, it's good. I know I even met the founder of the company that makes those things. Yeah. But anyway, and, and you know, I, I like. That was the oddest name drop ever. I like it. I know. <laughs> It's the saddest name. Drop. I like it when you have I met that a guy thing that on makes there. Microphones but, once. I had power lunch with the. Sorry. <laughs> it was in an NAB <laughs> once. But it, no, here's the thing. It's supposed to be this discreet like thing that you don't see, but you totally see it. Yeah. And then they and then, for some reason, they put a windscreen on oh, yeah. it. So you're walking around the whole time you're doing this thing. You're walking around with a floating wart. On your cheek. Yeah, that's all you can and look at. And it looks... I know that's all I could look at. And if you're doing video, like say you're filming this, mm-hmm. as I may have... Like you're filming someone on stage doing something, and you see that as a filming... If you're the director, you're like just fixated on the floating wart, and you're like, look at that. Just look at that. You know, it drives you crazy. Well, why not mm. just do the lapel mic then? If you don't exactly. want to mic... Well, do, it's, do... I'll tell you why. Oh. I'll tell you what. Get a lesson. Right. No, no, no. Welcome I, to the AV I, I have Club. some standing in this. <laughs> it's because um, yeah. it's easier to get that mic'd up and and screw it up. In other words, uh, if your AV team isn't on top of getting your lapel mic in the proper place, mm-hmm. you know, you get. Oh, the, oh yeah. Yeah. And you have, to, you have to get the lapel mic in the right place on the person's clothes. And if they're here, you know, if your hair is down, you know, it mm-hmm. hits it. And it's just the person who mics up that person has to do a good job. Well, on these things, sometimes the people are like, here, here's your mic, good. Okay, we're done, right? And then they go out and they get all this. Sam Adams, former mayor Sam Adams. Mm-hmm. Name drop. Classic. <laughs> I, I interviewed him a few times and we put him a lapel mic on. And I don't know what, nice guy, nice enough guy and everything. He was always cool in interviews. He loved, he's like, oh, it's like doing Portlandia. He was like that kind of a guy. I was like, as soon as we'd roll a camera on an interview, he'd like sit on the wire of the mic and it would pull down under his tie and his oh. pants. And I don't know what it was. And, and then the next time I go back, and it's like, okay, get it all going. Happened again. It was like Murphy's mare. You oh. know, it would just mm. be like, oh, oh. <laughs> Can we, do we have time to stop and fix that mic? It's not, I mean, it just would happen. I think it's only appropriate if you're dancing. Like, you yeah. know, like, that's what, it would make me want to dance. I don't know. But, you know. I can't dance, but. I don't know. Here's another thing. That little wart 
that that yeah. that that you know it's a windscreen Blush. like this, one color, beige. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So you're TED talking with people from India and stuff, and it's like the beige wart is floating around their cheek. It it oh man. Okay, that's coffee with curmudgeons. <laughs> I've had my rant for the for the day. Good night, everybody. Yeah. But anyway, and and yeah, and and seeing a comedian do that is just a lot of them are now. I, there's been quite a few that have come out, um, and I've noticed a lot of there's a lot of uh, really good. I mean, if you don't mind um, subtitles, or if you speak Spanish, there's a bunch of great uh, Spanish uh, comedy specials on Netflix right now. But I noticed that a lot of them are using the ear the ear mic instead of the hand mic. So I don't know, maybe it's That's uh, so weird. Is that the future? Yeah, maybe it's the future. Maybe America's like, we like to hold a mic. I don't know. It was weird. I did a storytelling show um, for Seven Deadly Sins here in uh, Portland. And when they have, well, they don't let you hold a mic. And so you go up there and as a comic, there were me and another comic uh, on the on the show everybody else is just people that do storytelling that's what they do yeah. um and he said don't take the mic out because it's a security blanket basically and i was like whatever i've been doing comedy forever i'll be fine and i went out there i was like what do i do with these like i don't know so i just stuck my hands in my pockets it was really weird being on stage number one not requesting laughs yeah. and two not holding a mic it was just really fun you know i i i I hear you, because I mean, I grew up on great comedy, yeah, television, yeah. all that stuff. The greats, right? Yeah, and uh, like like us, uh, like watching Seinfeld, mm-hmm. very much like actually much like watching George Carlin, right? It's a, a microphone in the hand. I mean, it always starts on the stand, yeah. but then you go it, you take it away mm-hmm. on the hand, a stool, mm-hmm. a glass of water, mm-hmm. and um, that's what I admire about y'all. About, because like if you play in a band or whatever, mm-hmm. you got a guitar, or you're strapped to a guitar, or maybe you're behind a whole bunch of drums and no one can see you anyway. Yeah, right. And you're on stage doing your thing with a bunch of your other close buddies, but you're very naked out there. Mm-hmm. It's the microphone. I've been glass of water. naked actually. Well, not all the way. I've done comic strip a couple times. Yeah. My uh, my co-producer of the festival is going to be like, really? You brought that up? That's <laughs> totally that's totally uh, not where that was going to go, that oh. conversation, but that's okay. But yeah, they do so a tell show. me they, about being naked on stage. <laughs> they used, I didn't Man. get all the way naked, yeah. um, but I got pretty close. They, uh, do, they used to do a show called Comic Strip and Buck Wild at Funhouse and Helium. Yeah. And you basically, the comics go out. There's a person on, sitting on stage. They call the the strip master. And you tell a couple the minutes of jokes. They ring a bell. And you take off a layer. And then you'd start going into your jokes again. They'd ring a bell, and then you get naked as you want. But the audience throws you money, which is oddly really satisfying. <laughs> I made, I think I made like 180 bucks the first time I did it. I was like, here's the big, dr- yeah, yeah, right. It was like a five minute set. Like that's a, that was a, so, so yeah. you ask I just got down to panties and like a, I was basically in a one piece bathing suit, the okay. equivalent of. But you were just like, is it the comedy or is it the stripping? It was a little bit of both. I like to think, like, you know. You know, <laughs> what am I doing here? But yeah, do it, they love me for my art or <laughs> quit ogling me, you bastard? Oh yeah. my gosh, it was fun. <laughs> so so yeah. So my point is, you're you're naked up there as a comic, just 
microphone and yep. nothing else. <laughs> so, Amanda, we met in vulnerable, not... Yeah. <laughs> well, I have seen... It's always the, the guys in Portland that get butt naked. It's I've seen, like, every Ugh. one of the main comics in Portland butt naked. <laughs> like, from skinny, skinny, skinny yeah. to, you know, not skinny, oh, skinny, not. skinny. Yeah. And I respect every single one of them. I'm like, you guys own this. Like, I'm not going to oh. do it, but... There was a guy from LA, and I don't remember his name, but he was one of the funniest ones I but saw. But I do remember uh, that he got uh, at the end of it. He timed it perfect, where he took off his his uh, boxer. They were like tidy whities actually. He took off his tidy whities, shrunk down the pole on the stage at Funhouse, and just like which? curled around it, like he just like curled around in the fetal position and finished a joke about how he wasn't good enough for his dad. And it was one of the Jeez. best comedy moments. That I've seen, and I don't remember the guy's name. I like, I'll have to like find out if somebody. It was brilliant. It was super funny. Uh, folks, uh, here comes you, the punchline. Here comes the punchline. Yeah. If you uh, if you're a male comic locally, Amanda won't remember your name, but she will remember right. how you weren't good enough for your dad. <laughs> right. All right. Sorry. <laughs> well, dad was, you yeah. know, he was. Bob, it's great they, to see they, you again. They, Mom nicknamed him father? Andre the Giant, you know? <laughs> right. Uh. Oh. Welcome to Monday's Schwanz jokes. I just uh, call that comedian stubby. Oh, God. Anyway. Um, <laughs> see, this is what you're going to get yeah. with Amanda. You just never know what you're going to get. Yeah. And you're, you're, one of my, um, you're one of my favorites. Uh, I remember kind of when you were just starting out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it was like. Yeah, you guys have been there since the beginning. So it's fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. That's okay. It's, Since it's Oak Grove, um, Oak Grove Pub. Was that like the start? Oh yeah. That was the start. That <sighs> was um, trying to think. Look how far. Seven years ago. Like are, I started. Yeah. 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 I started about seven, going on eight years and ago. And there was Dante's and all that. Yeah. Dante's is always like I always wanted Dante's to be a good comedy venue, and it's just a music venue. I've yeah. seen some good comedy shows there. I mean, Doug Stanhope special there was amazing, but oh, yeah. like. Yeah, please. I just I always thought there should be more people there. But here's the th- <laughs> yeah. Well, we all tried. Yeah. We tried. But uh, but here's the thing: you've you've been doing national things now. Yeah. You're doing all this stuff. I mean, tell us some of the because you you host something at uh, Helium. Yeah, I, right? I'm taking over the Dirty and, Dozen for yeah. Jacob Christopher. Yeah, just tell us um, a little bit about that. He moved to L. A. Um, I've been working at Helium for about a year. Um, mm-hmm. I've been hosting. And I've been trying to stay a host because I get to work more. Um, you get to be there more often, uh, the lower on the totem pole you are. Um, and then it's been about a year and a half. Jacob uh, Jacob Christopher is a Portland comic. I think he had been on, you guys had seen him around mm-hmm. Portland. Yeah. Um, and he moved to L.A. and they gave me a slot. So March 28th at Helium at 8 p.m. is my first, uh, my first one. And it should oh, be wow. fun. I did a really diverse lineup of like... Just a bunch of comics that I think are going to be really, really awesome. And I'm trying to get some sponsor stuff going. So maybe I can give some stuff away to the audience since it's the first one. And I really want to make it fun. So it'll be cool. every – the next one after that will be in May uh, because I'm so busy with the festival. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. We'll talk yeah. about the festival in a mm-hmm. second here. Uh, but weren't you on like – wasn't there like a, a show or something on uh, – On Fox? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Laughs on Fox. Laughs, um, Laughs on Fox. You can find that on Hulu. Uh-huh. I found out about that the day that I got cast for it, and I had to go wow. from work um, when I was still at the clinic. Um, I was a vet tech, and I had to go from work to Harvey's, and I don't love that set, but it was a great opportunity. So you – oh, so this was just the – Typical. I'm a, I, I hate to be the typical like 
and I shouldn't stereotype women either, but I hate I look I didn't like the way I looked in the video and I'm like, yeah. this is a wonderful opportunity. I didn't like my hair. Yeah. So like I'm like, it's so stupid, but I think that every time I see mm-hmm. those promotions come out. But they were wonderful. Their staff was great. Um that was super exciting. Um the camera quality was huge. They had a big like floating camera that came over the oh, stage. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Ooh. I got to do Revolution Hall a couple like a month ago. That was awesome. That was like a thousand people for an Alzheimer's benefit. Oh wow! Um, that stage and that venue—it's a just, great venue. I was up there and I was yeah. like, "Oh, this feels real good." Yeah, <laughs> you're just like you got the whole stage. Everybody's looking at you. I'd never done something with an upper deck before. Yeah. Mm. So that was super oh, that's fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it just—I um, I like the the thing about the TV special because it's—it still has that, you know, you're. You're, you're this kind of the struggle, the up and coming comic. It's yeah. like I, I got my day job. I'm done with my day job. I'm running out there, and hey, now I'm on TV. You know, doing. I got a TV dressed thing. in the bathroom at yeah. Harvey's that day. I mean, that, yeah, that has that kind of. Uh, That's all I've done um, for the last seven years is yeah. work my day job. But but now a, you're full time, right? Full time comic now. That's awesome. Yeah. What was it like transitioning from that? I mean, the, the a real the, abrupt. Uh, yeah. They made that decision for me. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Actually, Hello. No longer with the company. Um, yeah. oh. <laughs> no, it's fine. It was uh, it was a good decision. Yeah. Um, and it's I don't know how we would be. I keep referencing the festival, and I know we'll get to that. But yeah. uh, there's no way that um, I could be co-producing this festival um, and working a day job. And right. it's awesome. I've been able to do shows that I would have had to turn down before. I um, I'm you know headlining now uh, some smaller venues so um, and for a Pacific a couple Pacific Northwest bookers so that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. My, my wife she's always she's on Facebook and she's like man she is one busy lady she's all yeah. over the place yeah. does she have a comfortable pillow because when she needs to sleep what's <laughs> sleep huh. <laughs> right like, yeah. it's so hard does she, does she yeah. have a comfortable pillow I'm sure she does yeah I know yeah. we talked about that after the after the festival that we just want to turn off our phones and get a beach house and just sleep for like two days like, nice yeah not talk to anybody. <laughs> Uh, segueing into the Undertow Comedy Festival. Undertow Comedy Festival. When, when, when did that genesis, when did that brain pop and said, oh, let's go to the beach and tell some jokes? And... The way it happened is really interesting, actually. Um, December 2016, uh, Will Woodruff, he was a Portland comic. Oh. Uh, I know, I'm sorry, I'm going to start this on a sad note. No, no, no. Um, he was my roommate, Portland comic, great guy, just this big, loud dopey, lovable guy um, in a comic, and he passed away randomly at 35. He had surgery, threw a clot to his lung, and died. He was my roommate. And he had always talked about doing a fringe festival, like a small festival, and he wanted to do one um, the same time as Bridgetown and called the Under the Bridgetown Festival. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You gotta love Will. And uh, after he died, I was like, man, I'd like to do something like that for him, but the type, the amount of money that goes along with putting on a festival, I had no idea how much money it takes you know what i mean um so i was trying to figure out how to get funding for that um what to do and then i met tori ward who is the owner of lincoln city laughs Mm -hmm. she is also a comic and uh wait one of the wait staff at helium so what's funny is she booked me for a show at our smallest venue called the eventuary in lincoln city it's beautiful, and it has a, an amazing history. Um, it was a house, and then it was the first hospital in Lincoln City. Yeah. And then it was a funeral home. 
And the guy that owned it in the 80s, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this on They Tell. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's whatever. You can Google it. Um, so the guy that owned it in the 80s, he had a gambling problem, and he quit cremating bodies Ooh. and was giving people fireplace ashes and stacking <laughs> the bodies in the basement. Oh, my gosh. I, I remember that. This was like late 80s, early 90s. Yes, yes, But yes. there was no like abuse of corpse laws or anything, so no. he didn't do very much time. He got like a very... One of the articles, it's great. It says that when they interviewed him, they used truth serum. And a, I want to know sodium more about that. Sodium pentothal, yeah. Is that what it, the, what they mean by that? Yeah. I'd never heard that. I was like, yeah. did they buy it off the back of a, like, Oregon Trail wagon? <laughs> like, what do, truth serum? I, I, actually, I think it's aisle four of 7-Eleven right next to the Wonder Bread. You can, oh, sodium pentothal. Well, yeah. stuff starts stinking, and uh, yeah. people are like, these are fireplace ashes. So he ended up losing the... the uh, it wasn't the eventuary, then the funeral home, and then Tori's dad bought it, um, and now it's this beautiful event space. Nice. Um, so that's our small venue. Um, but I met Tori, and she would gotten uh, some money from the city to bring in heads and beds to the hotels. Oh. <coughs> I'm so sorry. I'm getting no, over a cold. Okay. And um, she got a grant from the city. Let's bring in some tourism during the shoulder season. And she came to me as a comic that she liked, and... Um, said, hey, do you want to help me do this? And I said, yeah, let's do this if I can make a uh, will an honorary performer. Yeah. And uh, the rest is history. We are real close friends now. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I first heard about the Undertow Comedy Festival, the way my weird, <laughs> weird, weird mind works is, number one, logistics, right? How are we going to pull this off, right? All these moving oh. parts because, you know, and I can't imagine, you know, all these different venues, all these different comics, the different days, everything that goes into the website, the yeah, everything, lodging, the everything, yeah, advertising, yeah. t-shirts, yeah, every, budget, every, yeah, everything that goes in just for one venue, let alone what three or four. Yeah, we you know? have the eventuary is our small venue. It seats about or I keep saying seventy-five. Tori keeps saying sixty-five. Um, uh, we have that venue. Then we have the Beach Club, which is really cool. It's an old, Wow. I hope I'm saying this right, Elks Lodge. I always want to say Moose Lodge, so I think it's Elks. Um, it's an old Elks Lodge that they were going to tear down, and mm. this wonderful couple bought it, and they, this place is swanky. They have made <laughs> it beautiful, um, and we'll be their first event. They open April 1st. It's called the Beach Club right in the middle of Lincoln City. Nice. Um, that venue's huge. That'll uh, do about 275 for us. Yeah. And that's where our big headliners will be. And then we have the Cultural Center. <coughs> of course, when I'm on the radio, I'm so sorry, you guys. Uh, or on TV, no whatever I'm on right now. Facebook. <laughs> whatever it, it is. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about um, it. So we have uh, the Cultural Center as well, which is about 200. And then we have uh, Black Squid uh, Beer House. Mm. It's owned by this very sweet couple. It's beautiful, amazing beer. And that'll be our information center. And we'll do a rolling open mic there. Um, every day of the festival so people that come through they can go ask questions about uh, the festival like where things are buy our merch and also see some jokes for free while they're there and drink beer nice and buy those people's beer nice who was the first comic you went on said I, I gotta get this person to do this because Ron Funches um, oh yeah there he's right there yeah there's Ron yeah, yeah we put uh, up the website here yeah. here's a lineup right here undertowcomedy.com undertowcomedy.com and uh Showing the lineup here, Jeff Dye. So Ron Funches is our headliner. Ron Funches. Um, he mm -hmm. was really good friends with Will, so mm -hmm. it just seemed appropriate. Uh, they came up together. Um, Ron yeah. lived in Will's mom's basement. A lot of Portland uh, people in there. That's our Instagram. Is that, is that Christine on there? 
Nice. She's coming back in the Christine town? Levine is coming. Oh. So our, our, um, our five featured comics are Ron Funches, Jeff Dye, Shane Moss, Lori Kilmartin, and Ron Lynch. Wow, that's a strong. That is a strong lineup. We, Holy we're cow. so excited. We are so excited. Yeah. Um, and then the comics that we got from all over the country. We had people from all over the world apply, which was, wow. you know, you think, oh, really, us? Like you're. We had Venezuela, uh, Nova Scotia, um, <laughs> Argentina, yeah. Australia. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it took us La- days to watch gentlemen. those videos. We watched every video. And yeah. we'll have you guys know that we watched every video. <laughs> I just realized a, a scam we could have done. Yeah, Jason, we could have applied oh. and, and uh, like put on a mustache. And, 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 yeah, and been from yeah. some yeah. foreign country no one's ever heard from, and just do it in a made-up language, and they wouldn't know. They'd have to book us. It'd be like, yeah, gosh, ladies and gentlemen, so, he huh? is the pride of Croatia. Yeah, exactly. Right? Those were the fun ones too. I mean, not She'd that they weren't like, all fun, but you're like, <laughs> don't know. ooh, you'd look to see where they're from, and you're like. That's weird. Like we're in, a, people are seeing our festival in other countries. That's just like. Well, I was also wow. posting on all of their comedy boards too. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I. Uh, they were probably like, "Who is this girl from Oregon?" I've, Being like, "Please come to our I'm festival." I'm from Sri Lanka. The Jerry Seinfeld of Sri Lanka. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Maybe we can get green card. That would have been there. awesome. I would have been like, "Yes, please." <laughs> oh my gosh! You could actually have to have an interpreter there. That would be like. <laughs> Man walks in to funny gas station, asks for water, laugh, you know, and just be like, wow. I mean, because comedy. eh, It's a lot about the delivery. You know, the culture and stuff. Yeah. You know. Um, More and more comedy shows are having ASL uh, to the side. Yes. And the comics are having a lot of fun with that. Right. Um, Are you doing. We thought about it. I don't know if I can. They're really expensive. I need to learn ASL and do that as a part-time job. Mm. Uh, Maybe if I can find somebody that wants to be a. I can, I can, well, I don't know. I, I know there's actually a company uh, that they're across the country. And but they, you put it up on a screen? Yeah, they, they oh. stream it and then they, they're like court reporters and it just pops up on the screen. Subtitles. Yeah, subtitles. Oh, that's kind of that cool. Too. Maybe that would be cool. Yeah, I've worked with some people like that and, and they're across the, it's like we're here in Portland doing this thing at Revolution Hall or whatever. And they're in New York City. Wow. That's really cool. And it's cool. just instantaneous. And then usually a speaker just is fascinated by their words on a screen. So they stop and start talking to the, the person. The last, last yeah. of, I was videoing an event uh, last uh, fall. And the one guy just stopped for about 10 minutes and started having a dialogue with the person who was t- typing. Oh, you had to do that. That's it's, funny. It's pretty um, fun. Yeah. We, I've had a lot of um, smaller venues is, in a, is bad for hearing impaired that are able to read lips. Mm-hmm. I've just thought about it. If we do have people come with that big venue where it's so far away and the lighting that if they can't read lips that far. So we've thought about that. Yeah. I, I can't make any promises because we're... Cost money. Yeah, we're trying to make it happen. Well, cost money. But, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of all those little things where people would be like... Man, they thought of this, too. They thought of this, mm-hmm. too. We want this to be an amazing experience for comics and for people that are coming. So we've been, you know, thinking about a lot of things like that. Uh, side note, away from the festival for a minute, I worked for a call center for 10 years for uh, for a bank. Uh, <laughs> Who I shall remain yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Third largest <laughs> bank in the world for, like, a very long time. Anyway, when the relay callers uh, would call, the operators were forbade, forbade to, like, talk directly to you. 
And so they had to just say whatever the person on the other line was saying. And the operator was like, this is operator 432. Um, I'm going to need to get a supervisor to read this. And then a supervisor comes on and I can kind of tell that he's smirking when he's saying it. And he's like, I'm not normally a violent man, but I will slit your tires. Go ahead. And I was oh, the, the guy, the customer was threatening, threatening to like slip my tires and the guy had to read it. It was, that was 10, that was 14 years ago. And I still, anytime relay calls come up, I think about that guy. Oh. That was so funny. He lives in my head. Man. Yeah. Oh, I still remember a lot of those calls. But anyway, the back to the festival. It's uh, the last weekend of April. Yeah. Uh, April 26th through the 28th mm -hmm. um, in Lincoln City, Oregon. Um. You go to our website, our passes are on sale now. Um, we are doing something a little different. Again, trying to meet the needs. We asked all our friends, all our comics, um, people that we knew that really liked festivals, that you know that went often, what is your biggest complaint about comedy festivals? And they all said buying passes, mm. waiting in line forever to see the comic that you want to see, and then not being able to get in to see that comic because they mm. hit capacity. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, so we are doing something a little different. It is a lot more work, but it'll be worth it for our uh, for our customers that are coming. Um, we are doing a reservation system. So you will go online, you will buy your pass, and then two weeks before the show, two weeks-ish um, before the show, as soon as we have our lineup, we'll send you an email. You'll go on, um, you'll click a link on the email, and then you get to reserve the shows you want to see. So wow. you are guaranteed to see the comics that you're that you want to see. That is cool. Yeah. 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 Mm. Well, until those shows are filled up. So we yeah. just, we're going to tell people, hey, don't, because I'm one of those people, if I get an email, I'm like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. Um, yeah. So when you get the email, do it, um, because that'll ensure that you get to see, you know, the comics that you want to see. And not all, you know, not all the featured comics, they're famous, they're busy. They're not, you know, Ron will be there all weekend and... Uh, Ron Lynch will be there all weekend. Ron Punches, Ron Lynch. But we have a couple of the comics that might not be there the whole weekend. So, you know, That's reserve cool. your shows. Yeah. We are also doing the Dope Show um, out of Seattle. That's yeah. an interesting additive. Um, yeah. The Dope Show is a... Um, marijuana is legal now. Uh, so we are doing a show where we are going to preferably have comics that don't smoke marijuana very often <laughs> do a few minutes sober um, and then partake in a small amount of marijuana in a safe manner they will have designated drivers this is all controlled <laughs> and then they will do a few minutes high and uh -huh. it is going to be so funny oh yeah um, I'm doing that I don't smoke pot and I'm doing and I did when I was a kid like yeah. I, I, now I'm 38 it's strong and it makes me yeah scared sometimes um, <laughs> um but i will be at harvey's on uh march 21st doing uh the dope show there because uh, they are our sponsor oh. and uh we'll see last time i did it i just laughed at the audience for oh, about nine minutes and told them how funny i was so <laughs> I, I heard a lady from the back of the room yell we can see the tears running down your face because <laughs> i was crying i was laughing so hard i was having so much fun like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that will be one of the shows. We have Spec Script coming. Um, that's kind of a cool show. Uh, that's a uh, River City podcast. They are, uh, you know who they are. Mm -hmm. So Chris Cotomy and his guys are going to do Spec Script, and that's where they write a script of 
I'm so old and I don't know all the terms for all this. Uh, fan fiction, I guess it's called. Okay. They're going to do Baywatch. They're going to rewrite a whole episode of Baywatch. Ah. And none of the people that are reading it has have read the script before. Oh, it's wow. like that old-timey radio is what it reminds me of. You know, like yeah. the Attack of the Aliens and stuff. Um, mm. They're all going to read the script. We're going to try to get some Baywatch bathing suits for them. But mm. we'll see. Sounds like a uh, project uh, another place has I, developing right now. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's like a, uh, actually, uh, they would do uh, at the fun house, they do uh, yeah. uh, the Golden Girls, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, that was Carson yeah. Creasy. Yeah. That yeah. was great. If you ever yeah. went and saw that, it was so good. Yeah. I wish yeah. you'd do that again. There's a, I want, can there be a Friends reboot? Anyway, oh, there you go. That's sure. what I would like. There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Friends reboot. I rewatched that. Actually, there's a lot of friends. It's super inappropriate. <laughs> hey, I haven't been working since January, and uh, we just, like, you know, I turn stuff on in the background while I'm working on the festival. Sure. Like, that's the 90s, 80s kid in me because the TV was always on. Somebody mm-hmm. pointed that out the other day. They're like, you don't turn on music, you turn on the TV. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I turn on music, but sometimes I like sitcoms in the background. I was like, holy shit. Oh, can I say that? Sorry. Yep. Uh, it's the... Uh, <laughs> it's the uh, 80s, 90s in us that, you know, our parents turned on the TV for background noise. But I rewatched Friends. There's a lot of inappropriate stuff on Friends. Oh, there is. Innuendo. Huge. Well, yeah. Innuendos. Um, sexist. Some of oh. a little a little racist. Wow. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. If you I go back and watch. Ross is a skinhead? What's going on? Oh, yeah. If you go back and watch some of it's not awesome. You're like, oof. That's well, wrong. Is it, okay. well, they just didn't know back then. Chandler, so is it that massage? Really or I don't yeah. know. That's not yeah. open this can of worms. I want well, no, to. Well, no. I I was gonna say. <laughs> isn't that like kind of like everything now? Like everything. Like well, you if know, you go back and watch, especially like, comedy. Yeah. Now it's like, see, to me, and and I, you know, we were talking about the Ricky, but to me, it's like you're you're uh, now the comedians. It's like I I don't know what comedy would be like if I went to see because mm. it would be like, hi, I'm Amanda Arnold. Now I'd like to tell you a joke about. Mm, actually, let's do this. No, I have it makes a you a better writer. I, yeah. It makes you a better writer. Um, it's easy to be um, really when people when we start. I mean, you remember when I first started? How I was really <laughs> dirty when I first started, and I, I was like, like you, "You remember how I really oh, started?" Oh, when I first started, I was dirty because it's easy it to like, be funny when you're dirty, and it's easy to tell crappy jokes about you know punching mm. down on people but <laughs> yeah. it makes you it makes you a better writer it makes you like I'll, you know yep. all, all I can say is Cosby worked clean oh, he yeah. was uh, yeah that's a whole other subject I know yeah right yeah you know, like some of, actually some of his old stuff's really dirty like his Spanish fly yeah, joke yeah. And stuff, Sp- yeah. oh <laughs> which Spanish is Spanish fly ironic yeah yeah None of that will happen at Undertow Comedy Festival. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tori's probably watching this and cringing. I knew I should have went with her. <laughs> what? And it's no, a I'm, comedy a, I'm, kind of, I'm her wild card. Undertow. So she's very conservative and soft-spoken and very sweet. Festival. And uh, she's always kind of giving me the, like, yeah. hey, you want to reel it in? <laughs> <laughs> really? But um, it is comedy. Yeah. Undertow no, comedy. comedy. We're roofie-free. Yeah, what is it? Oh. It will be definitely roofie-free. That, that was Jason. I can guarantee that. That wasn't Amanda. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was Jason making a, a that, totally inappropriate joke. I Actually, sorry, I have to sorry, reel Tori. him in. <laughs> I have to reel him in. Yeah, yeah. that's the way all duos should be. Yeah. Like, you have to have one person that yeah. keeps yeah. you afloat. Yeah, it's like we can't say that. No, we we can't. But but I mean, but still, comedy. You know, there was always that thing, and I I still think you know it's like, hey, comedy isn't pretty. 
you know. No, it's it's and not. It's, you're right. Should, like should it, be fearless, right? Yeah, just, and it can be. It's just um, it's how you I mean, write it. Yeah. What, I think it's like bringing out some really awesome comics is what it's doing because you're like, ooh, that's a dark subject, but man, that was funny. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. super amazing when that happens. You're like, oh, they did that, and it still works. Is that what you do? You yeah, get, a little you bit. Get something? Like what? Um, I <laughs> talk about. You don't have to. Tell, you don't have to do no, your routine. No, I was just, just trying to think about what. Like, um, I talk about a lot about uh, my mom. I was raised by uh, an addict. Um, a, you know, a prescription. Like back then. Um, during the 80s and 90s, I mean, everybody's mom, I think, was eating Valium, right? Like, mm. And I have jokes that I stick in, just little jokes where I'm like, I thought everybody's mom gave them Valium for period cramps when they were 11. Like, I wow. thought that was a thing. Like, yeah. the sound, um, I make another reference where I say the sounds of pills in a purse remind me of my mom. Um, yeah. Those are just small things that are part of my childhood that are, you know, that you talk about. So. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can, yeah. I can it, see it is, that. <clears throat> well, it is amazing to think, though. Yeah, I have a pill here. <laughs> yeah. that, uh, <laughs> pills, 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 pills. How much the world has changed over 30 years, right? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you're right. Now, now, nowadays, you're like, wow, I, I didn't realize that was going on. But, you know, hey, when I was a kid, you know, my mom would make uh, pepperoni and Prozac pizza for us yeah. at night. And, it, you know, nowadays, though. She'd uh, be like, oh, you're being annoying. Here's some Benadryl. <laughs> like, oh my I think gosh. moms are still doing that. I don't think you guys are talking about it. Just on the down But I think they're just yeah. like, oh, you look like you might have a fever next yeah. week. I mean, we can give you some cough medicine. <laughs> Yeah, I sure. think yeah, yeah, I think it's all you know. It's like you know, we're gonna go war on drugs, go after people. And then we got these big companies that are just pretty much feeding us drugs here. Just right. here, let's put it, let's put it in the river. You could just drink, drink it. it. No. You know, the salmon, the salmon are on Prozac now, right? Okay. You know, it's like There's, when they test the water, it's amazing the amount of drugs that oh, yeah. that are in there, like. Yeah. I guess if you want to get high, just go swim in the Willamette with your mouth open. Oh, <laughs> that's what I do. We on Coffee with Curmudgeons do not condone or suggest you go no. swim in the Willamette with your mouth open. No. Trust me, folks. If, if you want to go in the hospital really quickly. It's funny how locals, when they <laughs> people will be like, oh, we went paddleboarding in the Willamette I know. today. And you're and like, like really? It's like, you realize the Willamette is Portland sewer, right? Yeah, you like, realize that that's where it all... But if you think about you know, what beautiful, clean river runs through the middle of any city. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you guys are going to get... People are going to be like, actually, in France or somewhere. But, like, in major oh, cities, if a river runs through a city, yeah. it's probably gross. Yeah. Like, Chicago. Yeah. Like... Oh, jeez. Yeah. New York. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I mean, they're... We're trying to now clean it up. That. It's like the EPA, and they're doing the big sewer project where they're digging holes and everything. But but the whole thing is, it's like growing. Everyone everyone has Portlandia, this oh, oh this pristine, beautiful place. And yes, it's probably better than other like Detroit was back in the day, or whatever you want to say. But but still, it's like locals. We were growing. I mean, I remember like you didn't go downtown. Yeah. There was a time when it was like, that oh, yeah. was the nasty place, you know? Yeah. And they, they had, I was like, I mean, I sound like this guy. You know, back in my when day, I was a kid. <laughs> when I was a kid, they had logs in the river. That's where the logs were. They were floating logs in the river. And they were. Right, right. And I was just wondering, Everyone's why like, is this show called Coffee with Curmudgeons? I yeah. remember back. When, right? I mean, I'm getting there, though. I'm, you know, I'm going to be 39 in June. You're and curmudgeon. I'm already, yeah, I'm getting there. You can... Where I'm like, you can get on board. Yeah, I can do it. I have it in me. I think you can. Be. I have. I'm, a, I'm getting right. old and annoyed. You know what it is? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, old, annoying, and be a local. 
I think a mm. local Portlander. Yeah. But just the people who grew up here, you're in that age where it's like, well, I there's, remember when. You... There was like five of us left, so. Yeah, I know. Um, I people was... weren't so stupid back then, you know. Right. The whole get off my porch thing, side yeah. note, me as a comic and being all yeah. over the place. You guys brought up John Wayne earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, you, do you know that until I was 22, 23, I kind of thought John Wayne and Clint Eastwood were the same guy? Really? I can see that. Yeah, I totally sort thought of. they were the same guy until I was like an adult, like old enough to vote. I feel like you should know the difference between those before you can vote. They're well, like, can you tell us who these people are? Like, <laughs> that's our litmus test from in Oregon. Two, they're from two different time frames. Like, and I was yeah. just like, no, they're the same guy. I don't know. Maybe that's the problem with the American voter. Gran Torino turned my eyes around on that. That was a great movie. Like, you know? Yeah. What? Because it's like the American voter is like... Uh, these two guys look the same John Wayne Mm. and Clint Eastwood these two people look the same Hillary Clinton Trump who who do I vote for I don't know just pick one they're the same yeah it's like bingo now now dystopia Um, we need to figure out how to do free clinics or something for people like come on voter free clinics (laughs) just so we can like you know you come in we feed you some restaurants to sponsor it we'll give you good food maybe some breweries I'll give you some beer we'll Drink some beer, Is talk it, about it. <laughs> are you are you very political in your no. in your no comedy? No. Now are some of these people political? Are some of your yeah, friends? Yeah, some of them yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, there will. I mean, I'm sure it's going to come up, but yeah, yeah, I'm not in mine. It's just not your thing. I want to get booked. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I just I stay away from it. Yeah. I feel like um, there's a place for political comedy, and that's great. And if yeah. um, you do that, that's wonderful. Um, I also feel like it's not who I am innately. It doesn't like I'm mm-hmm. interested on a personal level because I want to know you know when to pack up and all that. But um, <laughs> <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> um, but as far as doing it on stage. I keep it a little bit lighter because probably too people are just like oh i have to de- i'm on facebook all day i have to deal with this i just want to yeah. go laugh and, and not think not think not it's the think. escapism right yeah. Yeah. you want to leave all that behind for a while and just kind of yeah. you know I mean, laugh yeah. yeah yeah i mean we try to we we're i mean we we like every if something pops in the news we'll talk about it but yeah. i'm i i have always been like and both jason and i are pretty political people but yeah. we're we're very much like let's try to like find something else to talk about yeah. than right yeah. well, bitch it's online so, for two it's hours so it's everywhere right now and yeah. everybody's everybody's pissed like right. it's i don't care what side you're on that's right everybody's right. mad like yeah. and, yeah. That, <laughs> and it's so polarizing too right i mean you can't be just like uh there is no middle of the road here you're yeah. either this or you're you know you're either voting for an orange dude with a bad chia pet haircut or whatever and what's weird though about him is i feel like <laughs> that Sorry. he in some odd way trump has brought us together <laughs> like wow. it's like we were all living in a house and like we all hated each other and fought <laughs> right. and and then you get this really mean step parent that moves in and is mean to all of you and you're like well shit i guess we band together now because they suck, and so now it's just I, I in some yeah. weird way, I feel like hopefully we're getting smarter as society, and we're all just gonna band against the mean step parent and oh, kick him out. He's America's stepdad now. Yeah, he yeah. is. Oh. He's the mean stepdad, like the says racist things at Thanksgiving, and like it's too flirty with your friends, and you're like, can oh. you just go away? <laughs> just go away. I love it. It's like, no, I'm not political at all in my comedy. But, you know, hey, now that you open the door. That's a great analogy. Horrible. Would you like some Benadryl, Mr. President? 
Yeah. Sorry. Oh man. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. I just yeah. It just. Sorry. I don't know. There. Yeah. yeah. There was a. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it, in a way, you're right. But but I also get this this just this, this yeah. dystopia like. Like, you know, remember when that RoboCop movie was so cute and quaint, you know, and you're like, you know, now it's like cars are running people over and robot cars and kill it. It's like, you're right. like, ah, that I've... was a joke, right? That was a Paul Verhoeven movie. <laughs> That's not what was supposed to be real, was it? Well, mm-hmm. the, the line's gray now. Yeah. I think it's funny. One of the Portland comics, um, when Trump first got elected, Ugh. he, um, I don't know if he's a Portland comic anymore, but he got <laughs> a... <laughs> He, uh, I've seen him. He's still around. So oh, he okay. had a post on his <laughs> door from the Weeks. FBI regarding a tweet that he had said, basically, oh, you know, yeah. what you're not supposed to say on Twitter mm. um, about the president. Mm. And um, oh. But what was funny about it is it says Federal Bureau of Investigations on it. And it says, we stopped by it this time. And, and it says, in regards to, and it said tweet on it. <laughs> So this FBI uh, agent who has went through clearance and schooling yeah. and like he protects our government and he oh, he's perfect. a G man. Hopefully he looks like Mulder yeah. on, you know, like who did, you know, he's a, he's an FBI agent and he had to write the word your tweet. tweet. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> Career low. Yeah. yeah. He's like, how do you get on the tweet route? They're like, we need you to go, you know. Well, this is like that. It is like that. You now it's like, you know, and then, then to like social media is insane. Like yeah. it's nineteen eighty four and the thought police and everything. Right, and yeah. you're like you're like, uh, you know, I don't know, it's weird because now people are like, Well, is that is that a threat? It's like Oh, what, do, what do people in New York do? You know, it's like, hey, I'm gonna do this and that. You know, and you, you grew up with that, right? You'd yeah. see it on tell. Te- you're talking about TV, like when we grew up, like yeah. like Gomer Pyle or something. And like, Jeez, there's threats and physical violent Tom and Jerry. Like now, old, it's like, oh, old no. violent cartoons. Yeah, Tom oh, yeah. and Jerry. Do you know that I wrote a you letter know? to Ramblin' Rod when I was a kid? <laughs> oh, <laughs> because see? I was see? so upset. I was the original Crusader, you guys. Oh. Did, you, I, I stopped, did you write Dear stopped. Ramblin'? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I dear. said, dear Ramlin Ron, I'm very upset that you have this really shine a light on my future, that you <laughs> have violent Popeye car- cartoons where oh. he's mean to the dogs. Now, looking oh. back on those, he was really not super nice to olive oil, but I didn't notice that. <laughs> no, no. And he, there's this one where he kicked a dog and it upset me so bad that I made my parents and he wrote me back and said that he yeah. was sorry. I think oh, they wow. still played it, but yeah, it was like Bluto's bulldog. He gets mad and like kicks. He kicks bo- him. Yeah. It yeah. really bothered rem- me yeah. as a kid. That's, wow, that's right. Yeah, I I don't remember that. <laughs> it wasn't super nice though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm writing a letter. I was the original Yelper in 1986. <laughs> wow, <laughs> dear Ramblin, comma, you know, I'm mad. It's on. <laughs> it's on <That's>... crayon. <laughs> wow, oh. is that the first time you've ever told that? Yeah, it's, I just wow. remember that. We yeah. have this is an Amanda Arnold yeah, exclusive. A, that is a, I'm a telling first you. that I harassed Ramblin' Rod at an early age. No, you're like the the people who call up the switchboard. I want to just complain about that Popeye commercial. Right. It's oh, like yeah. that's beautiful. Like that's honorary coffee with curmudgeon right there. That right. that gets you in the door. That is in the lodge. Exactly. <laughs> if you wrote nasty well, letters, she, she, I she, I don't appreciate your content, Mister Ramblin'. <laughs> God, just think Mr. what she. Would have done with rusty nails, oh, right? Oh, I, I know who that is. I've seen old videos of <laughs> oh, that, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Raymond Rod was uh, that was a staple. Uh, I never Jimmy? got on there. Oh, yeah. My parents were not organized enough to get me at a TV station at six a.m. 
Like, there was no way that was ever happening. I wanted on that show so oh, yeah. bad. Nope, never made it. I, uh, Thanks, Mom and Dad. We, uh, <laughs> That's how you make a comic. <laughs> yeah. How did I, we talk? You, you yeah, I, I just found out literally because uh, my father never talked about oh, yeah. him. I, I just found out like, a, what, a month, month and a half ago that uh, Rusty Nails was Uncle Jimmy. Oh, weird. You were related to Rusty Nails? He was yeah. my dad's half-brother. Weird. <laughs> yeah, was he I, estranged? I, like, did he just run off to be Rusty Nails? And they're like, we don't talk to him Amanda, anymore. He joined I, the circus. He was a clown. Literally <laughs> yeah. a clown. It's like, we're not going to hang out with your uncle. He's a clown. Right. Yeah. No, literally. No, because I, 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 I always, when I was growing up, I, you know. Was he fun? I get, I, I <laughs> never, I've never met him. Never you have an estranged clown uncle? I, I do have an estranged clown a uncle. A famous estranged Dude. clown uncle? Evidently, Uncle Jimmy, yes. Well, you're a show-off. I know. <laughs> and on his mom's side, it was Pennywise. Right? Well, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanksgiving in the gutter again. That's why they always called me Bozo. Now it makes total sense. Oh the new God. It was awesome. Just as a side note, it was really good. I liked it. Nope, I don't know. You weren't feeling it? No, well, no, I, I don't know. I, I just know... I would, yeah. So my daughter oh, you've said never watched she's any of that? reading no. it, reading it right now. It and she's it. like, "Wow, Stephen King's really long." Oh, how old is she? Uh, sixteen. That's right about the time I started reading and she's Stephen like, King. He's really long. It's, it's like so a thousand pages, and I'm like, "This is probably why I've never read Stephen King." Yeah. I need give me a James Bond novel, 150 pages. Mm, I love to read. You know. I know, but... That sounds so pretentious now. I love to read. <laughs> I'm better than you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I well... I had a guy. It's my second We were talking politics a minute ago. My yeah. second yeah. ex-boyfriend uh, reference. I had a guy look me straight in the eyes one time while I was reading, right before bed, and he's like, I think it's so hot that my girlfriend reads. <laughs> <laughs> and, I was and, like, no, and he missed the other... Did you have and wears to, shoes. Yeah, right? Did, did you not... <laughs> Oh, he was so pretty. I don't. I think that he didn't. <laughs> books were like. Mm. But anyway, yeah, he was. I think it's hot that you read. I'm like, oh, uh, well, it's just that statement kills me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> literacy turns me on. My man. last two girlfriends couldn't fill out forms, so I think it's <laughs> awesome that you're uh, you're reading stories. <laughs> it's just. It, it, What's it's, the story about yeah. right now? I'm so sorry. It's, yes, it's just you have so much agency <laughs> to be able to read as a woman, really. Which is sad because, it, this, like my grandmother, mm-hmm. when I think about this, mm-hmm. she actually, when she was young, I mean, she's long gone now, yeah. right? But but Rest she, when strength. she was really really young, like you know, teenager, young adult, she worked for for the suffrage movement, like to get women the right oh. to vote in the United States. Oh, yeah. And you were like, you know, just as an adult, you started to process that, like, you, you couldn't vote, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, a woman couldn't vote. And you're like, weird, huh? You I'm know? a woman you know? that's allowed to go on stage in front of thousands and yeah. hundreds of people during a month and tell them exactly what I think and not censor myself, I'm pretty damn lucky. Like, and I try to remind myself of that. That's pretty mm. amazing. My grandma was born in 1912. Yeah, um, yeah, my, I mean, yeah, yeah, same thing. Um, she was 45 when she had my mom uh, yeah. in 1954 yeah. with a guy that was like 18 years younger than her. Yeah. So she was a hussy. Like they like- I, She a cougar, like, no. Well, yeah, <laughs> they were both very attractive people. Okay. Um, uh. But they, uh, back then her, his family hated her because she was so much older than him and- uh, hmm. Yeah, that I mean, was frowned upon. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's but a, it would have never been thought of differently if it would have been a forty-five-year-old man with a. Isn't that so weird? You know, in the fifties, like right. I've seen 
Ring of Fire. I know what's going on. Right. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, how, just how being long? like, eh. yeah. yeah, that was the double. He's like, yeah, she's 12 and my cousin. That's fine. You know, if you're... I mean, towns were smaller then, I guess. I don't know. If you're playing <laughs> rock and roll and you're dating your cousin, it, it's simple. Just don't cross the county line. Don't, don't, don't. Coach for safety because mm. that's where that's where things get screwed up. Yeah. That was horrible. That what, I shouldn't. Be, I'm now like now happened, I'm Roy Moore. In, in, in it, what oh happens God. in Mississippi stays in Mississippi. Oh, I'm sorry. Jeez. No. Sorry. No. Sorry. Me no. Well, like I said, Roy Moore. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. luckily, he somehow didn't get him elected. Yeah, barely. And there were people who were like, yeah, Roy. We love Roy. Roy. Well, I love... Bring back the old days where women don't need to read, really. Oh, I mean, it's you know, so horrible. It's like, ugh. I, I think about all, a lot of the guys that are getting caught now um, are, are uh, older guys that don't understand the internet. Um, and they didn't yeah. really expect... Ugh. For all this, to, they were like they didn't expect this magic box of wonders that had all their secrets in it uh-huh. uh, to be able to connect all these people to talk to each other and bring their secrets out. And uh, it's kind of like society's kind of cleaning house right now, being like, remember that box down the basement had all those creepy old dudes in it? Let's just go ahead and get rid of that. Um, <laughs> that's how I feel like. I think it, we're cleaning house right now. We're just like it you know, is. And yeah. then you know those guys are older too, so they'll start dying off soon. So yeah. Has, has there been anyone that's like really shocked you or surprised? Like, oh my God, I didn't peg him as some, you know. Creepy guy? Yeah. <laughs> I just think that now I'm like, are... please don't say my name. Please don't say my name. I think that yeah. um, people are so shitty now that I'm never surprised anymore. I'm like, yeah. well, that makes sense, I guess. See, see. Yeah. That's the yeah. attitude. That's the 21st century attitude, Amanda. <laughs> Welcome to Coffee with Everyone's. You know, I just wake up every day and it's yeah, like I'm everything saying, is that, awful. That makes sense. You know? <laughs> Everything's <laughs> burning down. Do you know that I saw hmm. horrible, horrible. So, oh. this is funny. I haven't talked about this before either, but so I was trying to learn. Exclusive, exclusive. Uh, okay. I was trying to learn how to make little origami paper balls to put over lights. Like a string yeah. of lights. Mm. So I Googled how to make an origami balloon. I find a very satisfactory video. It is a younger looking child hands. I don't know. It appears to be uh, a person maybe between the ages of 12 and 14. Very slowly makes this balloon. Taught me how to do it. I did it. Then I read the comments. Oh, no. On, oh, a, on no. An, you don't he want to doesn't, do that. They don't talk. I don't know. They don't. They never. You don't even. There's nothing identifying about this person at all. It is yeah. hands. And people were like, I couldn't make this. This person sucks. Yeah. And like, who leaves bad comments on origami YouTube videos? Like, let's burn it down. Let's start over. Exactly. Like, I mean, okay, so I guess I am on the right show. (laughs) Yeah. I just couldn't believe there were hundreds of comments on a on an origami YouTube video yeah. because these people couldn't figure out how to make oh, it. Yeah. So it was the kid's oh, yeah. fault. Yeah. Right. Oh, it was yeah. a kid. Yeah, you don't read the comments. In fact, you when yeah. when you you just you just uh, turn off the comments. That's what you do. Like, Dig deep. It, I'm like, nope, yeah. I'm going to read these and then you yeah. read a couple and you're like, they have to get bit. Somebody's yeah. going to stick up for this kid, right? No. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. no he no. could have went slower. The lighting was bad. I'm like, <laughs> he's in his bedroom. There's like 500 videos on this. Click to another yeah. video. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody is so nasty nowadays, mm-hmm. aren't they? It's just mean. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. I think well, it's because we can say all the things that we're, we can say all the things that we're thinking yeah. without anybody knowing who we are. Oh, yeah. This is all stuff that we internalized. True. 
And you had to go yeah. into like the general store and like look at the people you hated and just be like, hey, how you doing today, Bob? Because you're going to see him again. But now you can go home and get on your computer and be like, I hate you, Bob. And he doesn't know who you are. You're just some nameless face. Meanwhile, it, poor Bob's just sitting there trying Bob to do his thing. Bob didn't do anything. He just wanted to make an origami balloon. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's all we're trying to do here. Just make an origami, origami balloon, balloon and look at what's going on. Yeah. No, I, it, it, it's so weird because, you know, before the internet got popular before the web. You, you have two, two, two sides of the coin, right? Mm-hmm. First, uh, uh, you would get, be beaten daily by your, your family, parents, mm-hmm. as sure. to how to act out in public, right? Yeah. Like, don't go to church and drop the F-bomb. And they're like, hey, do you wear that skirt at home there, priest? You know, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. You, you have this, like this, you know, and if you grew up in a German family, uh, let me tell you. <laughs> Night, night. Um, so, so you have that, right? And how to act in public, like as little kids. And, yeah. and I, if you stepped on the crack, you'd be like, oh, "I'm gonna oh, slap," yeah. you know. So you'd be like, "Mister Little Gentleman with the tie oh, yeah. or yeah. gentle." Girl. We can talk more about your childhood later. This sounds yeah, a yeah, rough, yeah, dog. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, know. I, know. I don't know if everybody was getting hit this yeah, hard. Like, well, you know, hey. <laughs> this, uh, you got a slot open? Yes. I mean, I can, I'll be curled up in a ball naked. You're a perfect little gentleman. You're just trying to do the right <laughs> thing. to do the right thing. And here comes a big hand. Boom. <laughs> um, and a lot of German. <laughs> Find your happy place. Find your happy yeah. place. Yeah. Some of us were loved. But <laughs> yeah. Well, I watched that I, Tanya thing, and then I was like, uh, oh, I, I was like, either mind. It was good. I recommend it. Okay. A little bit close I've to home, a but few people say that. Uh, <laughs> but but on the other hand, then you have the whole thing that you have with your buddies in your group, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like your mama, uh, you know yeah. that, and that was always acceptable, right? The kind of the ribbing and the all I think that. Boys still do that. Yeah, but I mean, it would be like a, a thing, like a competition. But it, you 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 didn't mean uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I grew up with all boys. There was always the one guy in the group that always yeah. got picked on. Like mm-hmm. I grew up with all all boys, <laughs> and there would always be the one mm-hmm. guy, and mm-hmm. he wanted to Wrapped hang out. To he would corner. always hang out, but he would be the one that all the guys picked on. Mm-hmm. And you see, am I that? I'm not, I'm not that far off. And that yeah. is a like a testosterone filled. Lion wrestle of a <laughs> oh, yeah. like because girls we did it a little bit we girls we all talked about each other behind our backs going through puberty that's what uh, you okay did wait 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 stop right <laughs> there guys. no stop right there girls worse than boys am I right um, about this stuff about no it's this different stuff? it's different I don't think there's yeah. a better or a worse it's different but it's a longer knife that goes in the back mm, I don't no, know I don't Are you know sure really yeah I don't know these were all like. I don't want. I don't want to go through any of that ever again. Like I'm okay yeah. with. Yeah, I think both suck. Both, yeah. Both just, are women in my women in my life. It's like, oh yeah, me and the buddies. We used to do this and call this guy this name and do this stuff. And it's like, well, let me tell you what my group of ladies would do. <laughs> and it would be like, whoa, that's just wicked. It's like. It's like I think that know. when we were kids, we were just a little. I can only speak to my childhood. We were just a little bit more sneaky. Yeah. Like we, my dad, my uh, my mom passed away when I was fifteen, and my dad remarried a lady with five kids. So there were three of us girls, and then yeah. the rest boys. And he said that as far as raising us again, 
is that the hardest thing was the girls were just smarter and sneakier. Yeah, yeah. Like, not yeah. smarter, but sneakier. Guys are dumb. Yeah, more, they're more just cerebral like, in there. They just want to have fun yeah. and play sports and, like, and I hate to stay, not all guys were like that, but most guys during puberty want to be left alone. Girls are like, we're up to stuff. Like, we're yeah. always sneaking around, so. Right, right. You're, di- yeah. you're diabolical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Powerful. And you got the brain. It's like, watch yeah. what we're going to do to Hive mess mind. with that. Yeah. Hive mind. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, though. There's always that one person, right? Where they're like uh, the group punching mm-hmm. bag almost. Yeah. Uh, I used we... to always stick up for my brother's friend that they all. Yeah. Because I was older. I was five years older. So oh, I'd be that like, helped. You guys, like, leave him alone. Like, quit picking on him. And my brother, why are you always sticking for the underdog? I'm like, I don't know, because I'm a good person, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because I've got a soul. Because you guys are being horribly mean to him. Well, like, the, geez, he will remember this the rest of his life. Like, Yeah, that's yeah. that's helpful if you're the little kid and you're getting picked on. The little boy. Yeah. And, a, and an older girl yeah. comes yeah. in there. Because then, oh, that it, it's going to look like Wonder Woman. It's going to be like. Woman well, shuts up everyone, you know, right? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not quiet, so I can be a. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it was. That works. That's a weird dynamic between kids. Today's jokes is tomorrow's therapy. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It is. Isn't Today's it? therapy yeah. is tomorrow's jokes. Is actually better. Okay. So makes more Today's sense, therapy yeah. is tomorrow's you. jokes. You got to work through it first. Thank you. Thank is, you. is it your therapy? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. This is the best drug I've ever done. Like yeah. it's the. Um, I didn't do it. The first time I did it was in the third grade because I, I wanted to yeah. I wanted to sing and dance in the talent show. And my mom's like, oh, you can't do either of those things. Oh, nice. And, oh, which I still now, can't. Can you I tell still jokes, can. honey? Can you tell jokes? <laughs> but we were a huge stand-up family. And my parents would go to Allen Video and Foster, and uh, which is an empty building. Which I, somebody Can somebody buy that and make it something cool? Because it's... Like a comedy club? Yeah, something. It's really a neat building. Um, but we'd go there and we would rent VHS tapes of comedy. Mm-hmm. George Carlin, uh, Sam Kennison, oh, wow. uh, Andrew Dice Clay. They didn't censor anything. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, so Richard Pryor. Is... So I grew up uncensored watching comedy since oh. I can remember. My, I'm so ashamed of my first com- I sh- I'm not ashamed. The yeah. first comedy special I remembered from, like, memorized from front to back was Howie Mandel. Oh. And I don't know the name of that special. I need to look it up. But it was the one where he introduced Bobby. Yes. And he sings this yeah. he sings the Mockingbird song. And I memorized that song and practiced that Bobby voice probably for like two years. Like wow. I was obsessed with it. Um yeah, my comedy has evolved. Like my comedy palette has evolved because I also really liked Polly Shore uh, back in the day too. Oh, but boy. loved him. Um yeah. <laughs> But I grew up watching comedy, and so my mom's like, why don't I write you some jokes? And I talk about this Your on mom stage. Wrote, my mom wow. wrote me a three-minute set. That's awesome. This is, I, this is great. This is like the origin story right here. Great. And I wore, um, I remember I wore high-waisted jeans with Mork and Mindy suspenders. Oh, they were oh rainbow, yes. Rainbow Mork and Mindy suspenders. Nothing says comic more than suspenders. Rainbow yeah. Let suspenders. me add yeah. something to it. A side ponytail with a big scrunchie in it. Do you have any pictures of this? No, I wish somebody did. Like, uh-huh. maybe somebody, because I had a girl come up to me after a show. I was about four years in. I just started work, working at Harvey's, maybe. And she came up, and she was like, you don't probably remember me. And I was like, oh, I don't. She's like, we went to school together in elementary school at Kelly. Oh, my god! And I remember you doing stand-up comedy at the talent show. Oh, wow. And I just blew my mind. Oh, God, if somebody had pictures of that, it would be awesome. Um, but anyway, so that was what? the first time I did it. And then I never did it again. 
until I was 30. Wow. Um, yeah, until I was 30. I, uh, I had a little bit of a rowdy childhood. I mean, yeah. yeah, after like from 15 to 21, I was pretty rowdy. Um, and then I, people always told me my whole life, you should be a comic, you should be a so, comedian. So you basically started, you, you, you were set up to be a comic as a kid, rainbow suspenders, mom's writing jokes, you're ready, you go out, you perform, and then you basically go, hang on a second, I'm going to take a couple decades, live a little bit, <laughs> yeah. gain material, and I'll be back. And I'll be back. Exactly. That's a wow. great way of thinking about it. So, so what got you over the hump then? The deciding like, well, you know, I, I want to do this. I want this to, to the point where you're actually walking on a stage, microphone in hand, wow. re- ready to let go. I mean, wh- what was that? It was the perfect storm of a couple things. Um, God, I hear myself repeating the same line over, over again, but the guy I was dating at the time, um, <laughs> he was a musician and he would tell me all the time, why don't you start going to open mics? You're, you, you're supposed to be a comic. You're supposed to be a comic. I was just like, I'm conversationally funny. Like, I'm witty, but I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can make this work. So we started going to the Baghdad Theater when Tristan Spillman was running uh, uh, running comedy there. And it was, we called it $9 date night. You'd go and you could get a piece of pizza, watch comedy, and get a beer for nine bucks a person. It was fun. And it, this was, you know, old, old school, you know, Portland comedy when there wasn't comedy every single night. Whitney Street, Kyle Harbour, mm. uh, Nathan Brannon. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was around then? Anyway, so uh, we'd go there, watch that, and then I worked for Yahoo. I quit the bank, worked for Yahoo. They had a talent show, and um, everybody I worked with, I told them, I think I'm going to go do an open mic, and I hadn't done it. And then I went, and they were like, dude, if you do this, you win $500 if you win first place you should just do it it'll be a couple people will be fine and so i signed up for the talent show that day i waited you had like months to sign up i waited until like an hour before i signed up i was terrified i walk in there was like i don't know 60 people and there was a lot way more than i thought and i got up there and as soon as i got up there i was like oh my god this feels so good like it just felt like mm. i don't know how to explain it like Natural. walking in yeah just warm i guess mm-hmm. is the best i was like oh my god i love this and i won first place i won 500 bucks first time i did it as an adult um and that really set me up for some failure in the next couple months because you're cocky right. you know i called the guy that i'm dating that's a musician and i'm like did you get 500 bucks on your first gig oh and he's like you yeah. should probably just be quiet yeah and um <laughs> so then i just started going to open mics do you know i wonder my... why that relationship didn't work out right? mm-hmm. um <laughs> I mean, I could tell you, but it's another podcast or another show. Um, my first open mic, real open mic, though, was Oak Grove. Wow. OG and Bar and Grill, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is the first place, the Oak Grove Bar and Grill, was my very first open mic. And did you feel the same? Did you feel I the same I had friends way? there, so it was yeah. like, work friends are different than uh, the person you're dating and his friends, and mm-hmm. they, were all in, they were all in a band, and they'd been on stage a lot. But that really, dating somebody in a band all those years really helped with comedy because mm-hmm. you kind of know you learn how to book things and how to talk to people at bars mm-hmm. that run sh- you know run the shows and so that was really helpful um so for doing that for you know four years five years before kind of yeah. helped that's where uh, she first came across at least my radar mark yeah. mark went down there to watch a show and he, mm-hmm. he came out and called me and says dude uh uh we, we gotta get we gotta get amanda on our show now i'm like okay i did yeah. anarchy radio with you guys for what three years two yeah. or three years yeah wow yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it was fun I mean, 
it was it, it, it was it was no. great too because I, I all I had to do was like hi welcome to Anarchy Radio Amanda please take over now and the loaded show and we did the loaded show mm. we got loaded on air I mean I, I fell I fell asleep Mark ran out because he was gonna hurl and we poor, didn't really mean to either no the, um, that guy uh, was the kid with the big ears. Um, Tater. He is, by the way, <laughs> he's the bouncer at uh, Lucky Devil. Yes. Tori's going to kill me. Oh. Uh, he's, uh, was a, uh, there's a very funny comic and uh, professional dancer. She's on our lineup, Wendy Weiss. She yeah. works at Lucky Devil by my house. Yeah. And I went up there one night um, to talk to Wendy about some festival stuff, all professional. And um, the bouncer, I look at him and he looks at me and I'm like, God, that guy. He's got real big ears. He's like all he's all ears, nose, and arms. Yeah. He's just like he looks like a Muppet character, but he's cute. He's just this big kid. I was like, where do I know him from? And he looks at me and I look at him. And I was like, he's like, Do you have a I was like, Do I have a picture of me on the internet? Like pulling your ears, like almost yeah. on your back? And he's like, Yes, you do. And that anyway, anyway so yeah. Tater, Sultan. Weird rant. I apologize for the viewers. Side uh, side quote from that is, I fell asleep. Mark uh, ran to the bathroom because he was going to puke. Amanda saved the show single-handedly because she was the only sober one left in the room. And then Tater tried to take a dump off the overpass. Oh, no, no. True story. Oh, no. Hello, everybody. He brought pound cake, (laughs) like this carrot cake, and didn't tell them. Oh. No. And he just, they ate it and didn't know that there was pot in it. So, collect. Everybody was shrinking. Yeah. And <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 I'm so glad that I did. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. This is, I, exactly. This is exactly. I don't know, who's, I don't know yeah. whose kitchen that was made yeah. in. No, thank you. Yep. No, oh, that's how you do it. See, <laughs> see, like I, I just do like you know, vegan. No, mm, sorry. I'm sorry, can't do it. And my, can't do it. my you wife know? turned into the to like the den mother afterwards. She, she said, "Cater, can you please not oh. feed my husband anymore?" Oh man, I missed. I missed that. Yeah. Story. Oh, I didn't hear about that oh, one. Oh wow, yeah. yeah I thought things. about that go- though, going into like an old job where you like, <laughs> and just being like, "Hey, I brought you guys some cookies," um, and then just like bring a whole thing of cookies <laughs> and just be like, "Have a good day." And you know, cookies yeah. go at work. They'd be like, nom, 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 nom. "It's like that." It's like yeah. that time you worked in the police department, you know, and you bring in the cookies. Yeah, Wasn't yeah, there sure. a Barney Miller? Wasn't there a the Barney pot brownies? The pot brownies. Oh, these brownies. There was a are Barney so Miller good. episode. Where they were like yeah. start eating brownies and well, there's that famous 911 mm-hmm. video where the guy and his wife eat all the their kids brownies and they have to call 911 because they think they're dying. Uh-huh. I love that. Yeah, it's so funny. Ooh, but I'm, see, gonna, I'm gonna make you know that for uh, on Friday for the show. No, <laughs> no, not. <laughs> No. Doc's like, I was just trying to be a good boy. (laughs) 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 It all comes out. (laughs) That's pretty much me. It's like, I'm ready. I'm ready for the stage. It'll just be me. (laughs) I've only seen one person really freak out on stage and uh I don't, I'm so bad with names. I don't remember that guy's name either. But he is. A, but you do remember. Well, never mind. <laughs> he was a pretty <laughs> successful LA comic. I mean, he still performs down there. Even if I remember his name, I wouldn't say anything. But he had relapsed. And Let's we just picked, say five and a half. And we pick him um, up at the hotel, and we take him to the venue, and he's asking the same questions over and over again. And I'm like, is he like a performance? I didn't know really who he was. I was like, is this like he's in character or something? Mm. And so the host goes up, does his time. I go up, do my feature time. The headliner goes up on stage, literally says, "Mm, I can't do this. And then just drops the mic on the the stage and walks off. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, is yeah. this a, I, still, you're like, is this part of the shtick? Like, is this? Yeah. And then, nope, he just walked towards the back door and <laughs> Jacob Christopher went up. I was like, Jacob, get the stage and I'll go see what's going on with this. And Jacob ended up doing another 30 minutes that night. It was funny. Wow. Yeah. I mean, but there were some people like, like mm. Kaufman, like Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Would do was... stuff like that that you'd be like, I, I don't know what's going on. And it would be like, this is the shtick. Yeah, you know, no, this it is... was not any sort wow. of shtick. That it was, he was too high. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he had relapsed in Oregon. So. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. That's why he doesn't come to Oregon. It anymore. was actually Longview. <laughs> Longview. Yeah, he had nothing. Never well, mind. Who doesn't relapse? In Longview, Longview, right? I mean, to our Longview well, viewers, I'm sorry, but you know. Well, you, but you, you, uh, that that's a being a professional comic. You do. You're on the road. I mean, yeah. you're in Longview and all yeah. these because on your Facebook, it's like, hey, if you're in, you know, Lyle Washington, Lyle Washington, <laughs> that's a Lacey, fun menu. you know, uh, at the Holiday Inn, come right. see me, right? Or yeah, B- Bend, right? Uh, Bend. I, I was just in Bend uh, night before yeah. last. The Lyle Washington. Washington show. I actually I book that and I'll do it every once in a while. Um, Todd did it last night. That yeah. that hotel's really cool. It was on ha- uh, one of the haunted shows. One of the Ghost oh. Hunter shows. Oh. And oh, yeah. I've stayed in it now two or three times. I've never had anything happen, but, mm. but, but well, you know, come on, make me believe. You've <laughs> oh. seen our show on Friday. You could bring bring the spirit meter. Oh, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they already did it. I mean, yeah, I yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> just leave it alone. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. were, were you up in uh, uh, up by the Great Wolf Lodge? Yeah, I did you? a corporate gig. That was funny. I did a corporate... Was it ki- were the kid- kids there? Uh, well, that's... it was a corporate gig, so... Okay. Because that's like the uh, the place where they have the water. Yeah. I mean... It was me and Todd Armstrong. We wanted to go on the water sides, and we were yeah. not offered that. But oh. it was a corporate gig. And, oh. Uh, oh, that was wild, right? They had been sitting in this conference room. <laughs> then an open bar starting at... Yeah. Whatever, I don't have to censor anything. Anyway, no. oh, they okay. offer, oh, I'm like thinking about do or should I say anything? That's <laughs> Maybe we should. <laughs> yeah. No, they. Uh, oh, are you guys sponsored? I did have an open bar since like three, and then they had to oh, set through dude. all the numbers. This year were bigger than the numbers oh, the last year, uh, and then they had to do awards, and then they yeah, had a meal. That's a corporate thing. Yeah. Then they fed them. Yeah. With an open bar, yeah. and then put comedy up. Okay. So these people had, were in like food comas, yeah. been drinking since three, and now it is eight o'clock, and we're like. Hey, listen to our jokes. Yeah. And they were just like, Ugh. And they're with their bosses. They don't know <laughs> oh, if they can geez. laugh. Like, we kept it pretty clean, but still, you're like, I don't know if my boss, I want my boss to know. It was a weird gig. Yeah, I was, mm. I was just going to say from now on, corporate gigs will be signing NDAs with their comics. Right. <laughs> you you yeah. said you used to work at Yahoo, and that's where you got your start at mm-hmm. a Yahoo corporate I, event. Uh, yeah, I worked in mm-hmm. uh, your, search marketing. Got your thing, your, your 500 bucks so i mean that, that's probably where you i mean that you that's a good gig for a performer oh yeah to, 500 bucks yeah well mm-hmm. to, or to just do the corporate thing oh yeah the corporate you know, gigs are good come, too but mm-hmm. 500 bucks for a three minute set at work that day where i got paid and then yeah. got paid on top of it that i, I don't know if i still don't i the, still haven't beat that <laughs> well, 500 bucks for three minutes yeah. i mean that was like yeah. is that how you do it you, you calculate how many minutes yeah, how like, much i'm getting paid <laughs> Yeah, I made good money there too. I have, I mean, I, it's weird deciding my article that when I did the top five funniest in Willamette well, Week, mm-hmm. the title of the article was like "Living Life Backwards," and it's true. In my twenties, I mean, I worked for corporate America. I made great money. I was going to school. I thought I was going to get married, settle down, 
And now I live watch in a Star house Trek. with room. Watch Star Trek, you know. <laughs> uh, what's on the DVR tonight? Yeah. What are we going to have for dinner? Um, and now I travel all over the place. I'm planning a festival. I, it's just crazy. I have roommates at 38. Um, yeah. It's pretty awesome. Living the vagabond <laughs> life. Yeah. yeah. Doing I'm just it like, right. you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start over. Let's do a do-over. <laughs> you know, it's a 21st century, whatever. It's, yeah. Everything's terrible anyway, so why not just do what you're doing? You know, it's like. I think on my 40th birthday, I'll just like start saying I'm 30 again and then yeah. just try to like. Yeah. Oh, 40 is the new. 30. And people are it younger is. or older. It's it really is. true. It's in maturity, too. Like 40s are like the maybe 30, mm. you know, I mean, people in their 30s act like they're like teenagers or whatever. And you're like, wow. Of course, I was, you know, had to be a little gentleman to remember. Yeah. Like, oh, I, hit you. I, I will be good enough. I will be good enough. I will be good enough. I promise. I promise. Were your parents from Germany? Uh, one of them was. Oh, okay. And the other one was uh, pretty close. Oh. Like, like, like second generation or you first generation. Will eat so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. There was lots of people direct from the old country. Yeah. <laughs> going, remember the good old days when we'd wake up and march? And we'd be like, I no. the little boy. Look, my uniform is straight now. Get up and march. That's terrifying. <laughs> it is terrifying. It is terrifying. No. But it makes for good. Yeah. Sitting around oh, wearing yeah. le- leader hose at Thanksgiving, I, you know. Yeah. Oh. I want to do the mouth, the me and 23 thing. Oh. I don't know. oh, yeah. 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 Uh, whatever you do, Amanda, turn all your DNA over to the government. That's what are the, they going to do with it? Like, what? That, I just had this conversation. I was like, <laughs> I am a stand up comic. Yeah. Um, like, it's, I'm not a super athlete. Let's throw that out there. Um, I'm not a genius. Um, take, take but you my, do read, though. I do read. Yeah. I mean, just saying. Um, take my genetics. If you want to clone this, have at it. Yeah, Go for right, it. Yeah. Make a bunch of little more Mandas. Because I was, you know. Army of comics. My mom was 5'10 and like 135 pounds. She married a guy that was 5'5 five five and a ginger. A tiny, chubby little ginger guy. And this is what happened. So if they want to make that over again, sh- Cool. Like, but, but a clone army of Amandas would be hilarious. in North Korea would confuse the hell out of Kim Jong Un. It'd be like, what? What is this? You would. Here's a good one. You might like. You know, it's like. What so the? a baby seal walks into a club. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. You will single-handedly win the world for democracy at that point. I like it. She's yeah. literally the woman who saved the world, really. Well, it, but, you know, haven't you seen the thing where they do the as report? As long as we didn't have to run. <laughs> uh. <laughs> as long as there was snacks, I'd be fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's right. She matriculates. I'm just saying, there's, you know, there's probably other people that they're more concerned about. My friend's like, are you scared of them taking your DNA? I was like, the only thing that was weird because I heard the Ancestry.com one was selling that information to insurance companies and declining people and their relatives of insurance benefits. Mm. So that's a little shady because, you know, genetics, it's the first lottery you win or lose. Facebook and all Uh, that stuff. Yeah. yeah. But but the other thing, too, is then they've had these things where it's like they they have, they'll do a test, right? Uh, yeah. BuzzFeed or whoever does it, you know, I don't know, one of those box or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they'll take two identical twins and they'll go submit separately and they'll come back and it's like, well, you're part African and you're part uh, American, uh, you know, native, you know, and all this stuff. And it's like they're identical twins. 
Mm. So the results should be mm. identical. Critical, yeah. That's how it works. And it's always like, you know, so I haven't kind of seen like, those. I need to look well, that you, up. But it's okay. I've seen the ones where the people are like, where the people are like, I hate Russian people. And then they're, yeah. like, and then they're like, you're 15% Russian. And they're like, I, I love those ones. I'm so like, do I. I like the commercials. <laughs> I'm like, quit being a dick. Well, it's always like, no, I love and those like, commercials. they're like, we found your cousin, by the way. She's here. I hate bored. Did you see that one? They're like, and by the way, your uh, cousin, like, I don't know, 32 times removed. She's in the back of the room. And then they cry and hug each other, and they're I like, saw yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Well, well, there's one. There's the one with the lady, and she's just like this white, white, white suburban lady. And it's like I found out I am, you know, 25 percent American Indian, and all of a sudden she's got the headdress on and stuff. And you're like, no, no stop, yeah, like no. it's gonna make people start doing weird stuff. Yeah, and <laughs> then there's the guy. Who, there's the guy who's like. Uh, uh, he's he's yeah. he's like wearing the kilt and everything. And yeah. It's like I grew up my whole life knowing that I was you know Scottish, Scottish. or Irish. Then I found out I'm German. Next scene, he's wearing later hosen and he's got the beer and he's doing the chicken dance and stuff. And it's like, no, That's dude, so stop, weird. stop That's it, so weird, stop it. Well, you don't have to be Stop German to, to know the magic of Lederhosen. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Well. Anybody can take part in that. Yeah. <laughs> right. I found out I grew up in the Tenderloin in San Francisco. <laughs> so I put on the Lederhosen. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Uh, well, okay. So, so what do you expect to find out? Like, like, what would be, like, you know... Well, I don't know anything about my mom's side of the family. So my grandma was mm-hmm. born in 1912 on what... And they told us that she was always born on a reservation. See, and see, there was it always a, is that. And she was, she was kind of brown looking. I guess that's okay to say. Um, she, there were stories about her living on the side of a mountain when she was a kid. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. As as a child, I always pictured a cave. I don't know if that's what <laughs> that meant. I have no idea. She, I was thirteen when she died, and I was fifteen when my mom died, mm-hmm. and the rest of the whole family is. Dead. This is sad. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> like, oh. I don't have any family on my mom's side, so I have no idea what's going on that side. And mm. I have been doing the Ancestry.com. I had this woman message me and say that I added the wrong great-grandfather like four times removed. And that um, that her grandfather was um, of Caucasian descent and mine wasn't. And... Um, but I mean, look, look at me. I just, I I'm curious. It's, it's, I, I, why does it matter? I guess I'm just kind of curious, like where. I guess I just want to know more about my mom's side of the family for whatever reason that is. Right. I guess. I, I'm always trying. I don't to know figure what, out. and I didn't care about that until the last couple of years uh. either. Really, like what? It, why is that? That when you get old, you start wondering this stuff. Where you There's no from, right? hot 22 year old girl on Ancestry.com just being like, I wonder where my family <laughs> is. No, it's me and my two cats being like, I miss my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happened. I don't uh, know. Like, I don't know what I want to know. Why does it matter? It's not going to change anything. You, you know, I'm uh, still the color of canned ham. Like, who cares? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm just pink and white looking and it's fine it is what it is <laughs> up until but 45 <laughs> seconds ago they were going to have you do an ancestry.com commercial yes. now, it's in, now it's in jeopardy it's, uh, you, I'll, I'll reel it in I'll look it in. i found out i'm related to this can of ham <laughs> that may be that you may know be where the that best. came from was hmm. that i went to the bahamas when i was like 20 wow four we oh it wasn't great. We did a weird. This girl it wasn't and I. Great. I was making. I was making what was good money oh. for a twenty-four-year-old at the bank, 
And we're like, let's plan a trip. <laughs> so we planned a trip. We went to New Orleans for four days, Fort Lauderdale for four days, and then took a day cruise. Now, day cruises, they take you to an island for 12 hours, drop you off, and then they come. So you go back on the boat and you leave. But you can't get on the boat during those whole 12 hours. They're just like, get off the boat, come back in 12 hours. And so we went to, it was August in the Bahamas. There was supposed to be a hurricane coming through. It was 119 degrees. Mm. Um, I don't handle 90 well, but the locals were very concerned about me. (laughs) They were the kindest people. But this lady comes out. She's probably 175 years old. And she's like, can him, can him. And I'm like, is she trying to sell me a ham? And she, my friend's like, I think she's calling you canned ham. <laughs> and this little old lady grabs me and she just starts smothering me in like 500 grade SPF. She's putting it in my hair or my scalp. And then she drug me into a subway and she, <laughs> she was like, stay here. And then we hung out on subway till it's time to get back on the boat again. I stood in the water in the Bahamas and was sweating. I was like, this is horrible. But yeah, that old lady called me Can Ham, and now my, my friend called me that for years. She's like, Can Ham. Come to the Bahamas. You'll get called right. Can Ham, and we'll stuff you in a subway. It's 119 it my, degrees. It was so mm-hmm. hot. It was horrible. Oh. This hour yeah. sponsored by the uh, Caribbean. Yeah. The uh, Chamber of Commerce. Oh, that was the worst cruise ship ever. The day cruise ships are retired, like old, broke down race dog. Like, <laughs> cruise ships are terrible. Paddle, it's old paddle whole, steamers from the Mississippi. The right? whole boat yeah. smelled like WD 40. Like, really, really bad. No, I'm not that, because I liked, as a kid, I liked the smell of WD 40. Oh, you remember oh that? my gosh. Yeah. You know, how many people, how many people out there right now who aren't like us, you grow up in the Northwest in Portland, they know, WD-40, what is WD-40? I think everybody has WD-40. Someone's going to camp. Oh, no. But gas and WD-40 when you're a kid smell good. Mm -hmm. But the whole boat was so janky that it smelled like WD-40. Like, I was like, they are just, we're probably going to die. It's fine. Well, I I don't. Now, have you done, have you done a cruise? Yeah. Like a comedy not a comedy. I haven't went on any cruises for comedy, but oh, I, okay. when I worked for the bank, they because that would be like a, a thing. Yeah, that, they, they, they make great money. Yeah, um, you, on a cruise. Just, yeah, you just hang out with the staff and mm. tell jokes. I would do that. Yeah, um, I Kermit Apio. He's a comic from up in Seattle. Super funny guy. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of those. And um, there's a few of the guys that do the I, the cruises, but you know, cruises to me. Are evil. I don't know. They're I've never been on it. I don't want to get on one. Yeah, you're either you're either getting on the cruise and getting like dysentery or whatever. It's like the whole <laughs> ship gets the norovirus and everyone's like having diarrhea out in the hallways or whatever. Or, <laughs> or right. you're down taking a cruise and a whole bunch of thug families are beating on people. Yeah. So that was the latest one. A carnival really, cruises. I didn't hear about oh, that. Oh yeah, that was like down in New Zealand, Australia. Well, mm. All of a sudden, these Aussie, this whole family starts uh, getting into gang fights with people like with their children there and I'm like you know and I, I just I have a list a personal list reason number 106 why I never go on a cruise I want to go know? on an Alaskan cruise I'll admit that whatever yeah. like one of the Norwegian cruises where you go through and you go through like yeah that's oh the Viking cruises the Viking really? cruises yeah. yeah that would be awesome they're the ones that go in uh because I, I think you can get those at Astoria yeah right we um they were yeah. sending us to like Jamaica, the Cayman Islands, uh, Mexico yeah. all the time before the banks took the buyout. So yeah. we were winning trips like every six months. So I've been on a couple, Cayman Islands, Jamaica. Actually, one of the funniest things I ever saw was on a cruise. We went into Jamaica 
and we're walking back to the boat and we're like going up this ramp to the boat and there's all these little kids floating in the water uh-huh. yelling, hey, throw us a dollar, throw us a dollar. It's the, super poor right, there. Right, exactly. Super That's the poor. other thing. I'd yeah, it was super poor there and these kids are adorable. They're little kids. Yeah. They're just floating. Like, And my friend, she's <laughs> hey, not my can friend. Him. <laughs> throw can't us him, a, yeah. Throw us a you, dollar. You look like you have food at home. Throw us some money so we can get <laughs> some. Um, she, uh, my, oh. this girl that I took with me, we're not friends anymore, but, um, cause she's a terrible person. She looks at this kid <laughs> and yells at him, you throw me a dollar. But that kid did the coolest thing I've ever seen. He leaned back and he flicked a quarter at her and hit her, bam, right in the side of the head. Oh. I could not quit. I could yeah. hear it zip bang, hit her right in the side of the head. You know, that kid had been talked to so many times. He's like, I'm going to get good at this. He just leaned back on the water. I, I nice. it was one of the funniest things, things that you'll stay with I, you. Like that is one of them. How bad of a person you got to be to talk smack off of a thing where a poor kids just trying to earn a few ducats and you're on the side, you know, yeah. just talking oh, smack to the kid, yeah. right? Yeah. This is another, again, oh. another reason I would not, I don't want to go on a cruise and like that. See, I guess I go on a cruise. If I was on the cruise, like mm. there's no one you else. You want to buy a boat? Boat, You mean? Yeah, there's no one else. <laughs> that's you know? buying a boat. Like if Paul Allen <laughs> called like, me up and said, "Hey, you want to go on a cruise?" That's yeah, just, Paul. That's hanging out with Paul Allen. That uh, is I'll, no longer a cruise. Yeah. That is just. I'll bring some Jimi Hendrix albums. Okay, yeah, cool. like uh, you know, like because I just all don't, along the I don't wave like, runner. <laughs> <laughs> all along the wave. Right. Exactly. I'm on it. I'm on it. Sorry. Um, yeah, that's, I, I don't like humanity. Yeah. Like and so you're <laughs> you're like stuck. Humanity. You're yeah. stuck. I like on humanity. Come to Undertow with... Comedy Festival <laughs> last weekend in April. Like, see Oregon. <laughs> we I know, like they, you there. We're not helping you, are <laughs> we? Kidding. It's like no, we don't want you here. You go away. Uh, yeah. No, really? I just like like you know when you you get on a plane. It's fun if you're young and you want to drink a lot. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of things. Well, you I did say on. you were in spring break in Florida there. Well, well yeah. Break. When I went on the one of the first cruise I went on, we went to Cayman Islands and Jamaica. Yeah. And now, you, it was in, like, we started in Florida. You weren't like on one of those we were all girls gone wild. No, we're co-workers. Break. This is a work. We won this as top performers Co-workers gone wild. Going wild. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> my boss, my boss bites it. So at the nightclub, they film everybody at the night. They film you when you're on the boat all the time, and they show highlights on closed circuit TV oh all day. Oh, my God. Of what happened the night before. <clears throat> Come okay, out to get ni- my notebook. Reason number. <laughs> yeah. Come out to the nightclub. God. So the girl that was my boss, who when we were in Florida started early, we stayed in a hotel one night in... Florida is in the pool at 11 o'clock at night yelling, I love wine. Just, I'm like, this is my boss. And I'm a kid. She's probably uh, my age now. She's probably 38. Like, this would be me now, probably, you know, after all the hope went away. But she, yeah. we get on the, we get on the boat. We're at the nightclub <laughs> and somebody spills a drink and she is phenomenally intoxicated, mm-hmm. like phenomenally. And she falls and bites it. <laughs> And, like, her skirt comes up, and then she's just laying on the floor being like, whoa, I love cruises. And she really, like, talked about what she loved a lot. And they played that all day the next day. Oh, on the, they, my the, God. The, we love, I love cruises. They didn't show her falling. They just showed her, like, on the ground. Being like, it looked very Girls Gone Wildish. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's they no... They didn't fire her, though. Like, she was fine. Like, they... Not then. <laughs> no, she was still working for the company yeah. for a while. I mean, <laughs> that's the whole thing. I mean, it's like... Yeah. You work with these people every day. When you drive to work every day, you're imagining horrible things to happen to your coworkers. I work with these people every day. I can't stand them. And then you 
go party <laughs> with them. Right. This is not a formula for goodness. Yeah. Like, like the clinic would have been cool. When I, the vet clinic I worked for, I loved all my coworkers there. We went down to Mexico. I thought that's what Mexico was going to be like. We went down and spayed and neutered dogs and cats mm. in Loreto, Mexico on the Baja Peninsula Big Sur for a week. <laughs> that that just looks like, hey, what are you going to do with the weekend? Mm, we're going to go down to Mexico, spay and neuter some cats. Cats and dogs. And I was like, it's like a free trip to Mexico. It'll be fine. The days can't be that long. And then they're like, well, you get to hang out. We'll do some excursions. It was the hardest I've ever worked in my life. <laughs> it was 16-hour days in poor, real, real poor Mexico. The, yeah. the Big Sur right there is real impoverished Mexico. And um, it was hot. And we spayed and neutered 186 dogs and cats in Jeez. four days, I think. Wow. Literally, we're in this old house that they, they had turned into a, like a pet rescue. And we wow. are just doing the surgeries right there, not in like a surgery suite. We are just operating. And... Um, and then we were putting them out in the sun to warm them up to because you know you're cold after you have a surgery mm. we were putting them on blankets in the sun oh well volunteers made sure no flies got on them and stuff it, it was insane the cool thing wow. is it was every super time cool though, honestly. every time you go down to mexico with amanda yeah like you know the dogs and cats come out and they look up and they see amanda it's like oh she, she, there she is <laughs> like, <laughs> they just scatter. why are there no dogs and cats around you they're <laughs> just right. running away from you but that was a better trip because i all i loved all my coworkers there but yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know. Still. It is weird being a comic and knowing how to do, being a vet tech, being, knowing how to do stuff. So I get, I get like random messages from like <laughs> comics that I haven't talked to in a long time. Like there's a comic that moved down to LA and she's doing very well. She messaged me um, a couple weeks ago and was like, my cat's butt's bloody and it smells bad. Oh. <laughs> and I knew exactly what it was too. I was like, oh yes, it's has a ruptured anal gland, put a hot uh, pack on it, take him to the doctor in the morning. And this is happening while you're on stage. Yeah. You're telling jokes. It's like, oh, hang on. The manager, Helium, she's yeah. messaged me for her cat. Um, yeah, I've had a lot of, like, I'm like the apocalypse vet doctor. <laughs> like, I'm not a doctor at all. Like, I just, yeah. I can usually get answers if I have to. Like, I can get an answer for them. People are poor in comedy. See a, little, a lot of backyard doctoring. <laughs> but it's like, is it like, it's like people now are getting on planes with their comfort pets they're whatever they call them right companion there to pet. Compa- like to comfort them right so when you go to helium or wherever you or undertow she's gonna kill undertow. us now um with your companion pet mm-hmm. with you because you're watching the comedy and then you know you're just up there and the pet's starting to have an issue you could just be like hang on i'll fix this i'll let me get off stage i should probably help a little fix like, your animal <laughs> it makes oh me look think needs it, to be spayed and neutered let's right, let's do it right here I think we got a kitchen knife here we can yeah, well. I mean, farm people do. <laughs> farm people do farm, sheep with their teeth, you farm, know. Oh, I'm thinking this could be a oh. segment. <laughs> no, I would never. Um, farm people do. Sheep. They do, like in other countries. I think they just bite them off. <laughs> okay, see, I had this girlfriend in high school thing. once, and and uh, I took her out on a date, and then we were gonna have a problem. That's a whole different story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I, I met. The dad and mom, who I, I liked, they were nice people, and they liked me because I was well dressed. And, <laughs> and 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 so they they're like, oh yeah, what were you doing? And the dad was out uh, castrating goats. Yeah, earlier in the thing. day. So that's what you want to do before some Guy greasy picks dude daughter. picks up your daughter right. is come out from the barn just and go, wiping the blood off your hands. Yep, just yep. being oh, like, we're out hey son, hey, oh sorry about all the blood. Uh, exactly, been cutting the balls off things all day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we get pretty good about that out here. Just like look at split, you know. And uh, and and, the, and her 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 little sister was giggling in the in the in the corner, just like going. That would have been me. <laughs> and then the mom. Were like, did it did it work? Did it psych you out? You know, I don't remember. Mm. I don't know. I think it was kind of yeah, mm. kind of yeah. I would have yeah. gotten my head yeah. Yeah, see, see, there's nothing funny after that. After no, you're just like no. pulling the <laughs> the testicles off of goats. Yeah. Oh my god. Actually, that's a weird guy. I feel bad for those goats. Oh, I mean, cool. like that was we, out in Clackamas or Estacada somewhere. Oh, my parents have an Estacada. Maybe my okay. stepmom was the mayor of Estacada for like ten years. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Like, why did I have to come alone today? I'm so worried. <laughs> just buy passes. That's all we oh, want. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Amanda had a meltdown on the real TV show? <laughs> the small towns, man, they're crazy. Mm-hmm. I know. She, yeah. got, she got like death threats over trying to build a skate park. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. No. Like people were like, not in our town. Yeah. Wow. No, oh, yeah. No boards and wheels in our town. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Plus, they wear those baggy jeans and they talk like sailors. Listen to that <laughs> hip hop music. <laughs> that hip hop. <laughs> They're popping and locking, I think. Yeah. Popping and locking. Not going to have me no popping and locking in this town. <laughs> no way. Not in this Caden. Yeah, I was going to ask. Um, Hanging around outside the IGA doing <laughs> God knows what. That shows how long it's been since you've been there. <laughs> It's a thrift way. <laughs> oh, that's right. You know, the guy cut off the his mom's head and went in there. Oh, yes. my God. Yes. Because like a He's week like after that. He's like around in the store. Yeah. Oh, my God. He actually God. walked down the highway with it. It happened, <laughs> it happened in Colton. And he just walked down the highway with his mom's head. It was on Mother's Day, too. And then he walked into Thriftway and attacked the workers with his mom's, like, oh. head in his hand. And my dad, like, a week later said something. I just wish all you kids. Something happened in Portland. He's like, I wish all you guys would just move out to Estacada. And I was like, oh, yeah, where they're cutting off people's heads, like, two blocks from your house and going to <laughs> Thriftway. Like, bad stuff happens everywhere. Right. I'll just be here in the corner. Yeah, right. No, this was I, – I totally forgot about that. Thanks That's for right. reminding us about that um, event. That was like a year Yeah, about a year. Yeah. Day. one of the doctors told us about – told me about it at work. She's like – don't your parents have an esticata? Yeah, and no. She told me about it, and then I couldn't yeah. quit making head puns, and I'm sorry. Yeah. So, Undertow I, Comedy Festival. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, oh, God. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> what do you know with that? I'm, it's sa- like, I'm filtering all you. of my puns right now. Yeah, I know. I'm no, work. that's okay. Detectives are going to really have to put their heads together for this one. Okay, oh, that's all my I'm going Maybe you lost a cranium. Anyway, I'll stop. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me wrap my head what around the- this. <laughs> oh. I can't stop. It oh. I couldn't. I know. That poor I know. Woman, that right? was a person, and I, I feel know. bad. I'm sorry. Well, that's, that's, that's where do you draw the line, though? I mean, because there are sensational, weird things, and when is it too mm. soon? And you know, yeah. there's all that. Mm. But that's the whole thing. I mean, I think that that one of the com- the specials where that I saw. Where's the drop? <laughs> <laughs> Real stop. Oh. Um, <laughs> but it had the problem is is when you heard about it on the news on the radio, it had a built-in punchline mm-hmm. that crime because it was Mother's Day. Yeah. And when you heard people on the news mm. read the story, yeah. you could tell they were trying. You know? Oh. Because how do you you just like I hope that if I, you know. okay, number one, I would never want any sort of violent crime to happen to me. <laughs> well, but 
God if bless it, you, Amanda. <laughs> I mean, God really. If it did. But if it did. If it did, I want the newscasters to struggle to talk about it without laughing. Like, I want it to be something where they're like, whew. <laughs> All right, can I have a second before we go live here? Hold on. <sighs> okay, woman killed uh, by goats today. <laughs> right. You know, like right. I wanted to be right. something weird. Right. Well, there are yeah. those weird Darwinesque award, the Darwin Awards, People right? People are like, I just want to go in my in my sleep, and I'm like, Nah, yeah. that'd be something funny. But I am a comic. It, invo- I, it involved a septic tank, a herd of goats. Yeah, I mean, something it's like, weird where they're like, no, this didn't really happen. Some WD-40. Yeah. I mean, it just was like, you know. And it all happened on stage. It was right. weird. <laughs> yeah. As a comedian, I mean, you're not going to go out in a pedestrian manner. You're going to go out in some blazing, fantastic <laughs> ball of fire that's going to have, like, you know. I'm sure there's lots of comics that were like, well, that was good. You know, like, I <laughs> yeah. probably, well, you know. Don't most just die choking on their own vomit or something? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I well, don't know. Majority, I, yeah. Yeah, you you know, know there's a whole website of that. Um, <laughs> good. People, not comedians, but people, celebrities who have who have choked on their own vomit and died. It's a whole website. Yeah. I don't, I'm not. I'm not giving a good shout out to this website because <laughs> I don't remember the verbiage. But yeah, it's a whole website. It just have nothing but celebrities. That, w- maybe it's w- in the bathroom. Yeah. Maybe they died in the bathroom. It's either one of those. They yeah. either choked on their vomit or they died in the bathroom. Anyway, somebody took the time to make that website. Well, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, people do people do die in the bathroom. It happens. You spend a good amount of time just ask in the Elvis, yeah. Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. You know, a very good friend of mine died in an outhouse at Food Cartlandia. Uh, oh wow. dear lord! Yeah, wow. had a massive heart attack. Wow. Yeah, he was also thirty-five. I thought oh. I was actually talking to a doctor friend of mine that said, "You guys, public service announcement. Yeah. You're welcome." <laughs> that a lot of men in their thirties, their mid thirties, die of heart disease because it's they don't. There's nothing to tell them, you know, that something's wrong, and then they don't go to the doctor, and then right. they die. So maybe get some checkups. See people in their thirties, like seriously, mm. take care of yourself. No? So rubber anyway. glove. Get uh, yeah, get it all checked. Yeah. <laughs> Get it all checked. I see. I'm, I'm the kind of guy I don't want to know. I'm just like, eh. this is how the show's gonna end tonight. We're just gonna be sitting like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah your partner, your partner, she's, she's a, just gonna be like, yeah, I'm like, seeing never if there's any, again. Oh, I do have a text never message. Again. Let's see what's going on here. It's a uh, comedy festival, folks. Right, You're supposed right. to laugh. It's uh, she to said, be. call me, call me when you have time. It's not bad. It's just a discuss comedy center. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Oh, nope. okay. I thought she was talking about me. Nothing. Something else. Yeah, I thought she was watching. She's not watching me. Okay. No, it's probably better. Probably. <laughs> if no. she's, I don't know. It's fine though. It's fine. It's Don't comedy. Don't ever read text messages out loud. You're supposed right? to laugh. Do I not? Do I not know that by now? Right. You know, you just don't <laughs> read those out loud. Yeah. yeah. Just okay. avoid the. So I can ask you this then. Oh, yeah. God. Just has there ever been one subject that when you've written, like when you're writing the comedy and it comes to you, that you're like, I can't do this on stage. It's it, it's the one step too far. You know, it's hilarious, but outside of today, <sighs> outside of today, yeah. That's hard. Um. There's been some jokes that I thought I, it's not one subject. There's jokes that I've thought were funny, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, I can't talk about this. <laughs> like the best jokes that you guys aren't hearing mm-hmm. are when two to four comics that all know each other and are friends and know that nobody's gonna say anything, and you all respect each other and you're friends, and you you mix a little bit of alcohol with that, and mm-hmm. those are that is the comedy gold right there in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like. Oh, that's, yeah. That's when we're just all loose and we're riffing and, 
It's like and, the jam uh, session among and the it's musicians. Offensive and it's horrible, yeah. but you like kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I I comics are. I, I've never met crazier people doing, than doing comedy, but I've also met some of the people that I respect the most ever doing comedy. I think my funniest moment ever on Anarchy Radio back in the day was uh, when we had you, Christine, and Big Jim oh. at the same time. Mm. And I sat there literally, I sat there for like 45 minutes just like a big goofy grin on my face. We were talking about my grandpa getting so his hand off the yes. meat grinder and I tried and to make oh. that joke work on stage. The meat hook or whatever. <laughs> it was me look. Yeah. My grandpa cut his hand off in a ah. grinder in the fifties. Oh. And <laughs> see, it's never. Oh. I can't get past that. Because how do you? How else do I start the joke? I have. They have to know what's going on. <laughs> but I can't. People are like, nope. I don't want to know anymore. Nope. And then he had to still be a meat cutter. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to my festival. <laughs> so he had to. He was a. He was a. Shit. He was a carpenter and a, like a, a fabricator. Like he was a very smart man. He basically made a metal cup <laughs> that went over his hand that he could slide a blade into. Yes, that's a, exactly. And had a tiny little hook on the side. It was tiny. It was the size of my pinky, and so he could pick up sides yes. of beef and then still cut things. But you tell people that your grandpa, <laughs> when he died, the funeral guy brought his little cup out like three times. My dad was like, I don't know what to do with this. No. And my dad's like, it, it, there's a hand missing fingers. I mean, it's not it's not a brain teaser. Like, Just find the part that doesn't have stuff oh. and stick it on there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they give him a big old zip-up hand, I guess, when it happened. Because it was, like, 1952. Yeah. They give him this big rubber hand that had zipped up. And it had, like, a big gaudy ring on it and, like, hair on it. Oh. <laughs> and my grandpa refused to wear it. He was a very modest man. Yeah. And uh, People so were... my brother or my dad said him and his brother scared the crap out of each other with it. Oh, yeah. And, that's, and so when yeah. he died and we cleaned out his house, I wanted to find that hand so bad. <laughs> but you knew one of my dad's friends came over and, like, probably was the 70s, got stoned up in there and was like, I'm taking this hand. I would have stole it. Like, I would have stole that hand. Oh, anyway, yeah. so, yeah, that night with Jim, like, I died that night. Jim and Christine are such good oh, friends. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys going to come to the festival? Undertow? Yeah, you guys going to come and see well, Christine? You know, well. No pressure. Nothing like asking for the sale on air. <laughs> right, like, right. Well, you guys can go well, to uh, undertowcomedy.com and buy yeah. passes now. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, Excellent. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Excellent. Mm. Maybe oh. we should... Uh, well, we could show them the, the oh, website again. Oh, Amanda, yeah. I miss you. <laughs> I know. I'm a lot. I'm sorry. Oh. I only, oh. I may only get on stage once or twice when Tori's not looking well there. Like, because yeah. I'm a comic first. So this has been really hard oh, for yeah. me to ruin myself from comedy to producing. Right. How can you just sit there and go, you know, watching someone up on stage and go, oh, yeah. I could tell that joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or just, I want, it's more like I want to have fun, too. Like yeah. seeing kids play outside and you're sick and you're looking through the window and you're like, oh, I want to go out and play. Yeah. It's like being so. a musician when you're seeing a band or something and all of a sudden, I mean, that's what I've always yeah. had. It's like, you know, I'm always like, oh, I'm not just yeah. play, you know? Exactly. And, and you just, yeah. So I, you have to buy a whole weekend pass in order to um, catch one of my shows because you never know when I'm going to go up, go yeah. to every show. No, it would be impossible to go to every show. I was looking at the venues again. You talked about this, the Beach Club. The beach club capacity 300 i'll put this up here yeah about 245 300. um the cultural center 
200 people, the mm-hmm. February 50. So it, it, are, are things going on simultaneously yes. in the schedule there? Okay. Uh, okay. The shows will only be at the eventuary on Thursday. Um, and then um, Saturday or Friday and Saturday, we'll have all three venues going, plus the information booth at Black Squid with uh, an open mic going for mm-hmm. a few hours. So, Excellent. yeah. Mm. We'll I wanted see. to pull this one up here too. This is on the Facebook. Because you're on the Facebook uh, Undertow Comedy Fest, and um, here's a nice, nice graphic. Thanks. <laughs> With a, yeah, <laughs> it's a, they're small. There's a lot of them. Um, there's a, a lot of people to fit on one post yeah. without. No one cool. just put their names. Well, there's like little portholes. Portals. The, there's portals b- in the in the cruise thing there, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. And then there's no, a, it's all very nautical. <laughs> um, Imagine that. Like, oh, all, look, there's a sinking ship. This is like the yeah. love boat or it's something. All or... The love boat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, we'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be amazing. Like, I honestly, yeah. our lineup is so solid. We have uh, one of the guys, AJ Foster. He's uh, Jay Farrow's feature uh, from SNL. Um, I worked with Jay and AJ at Helium and just had a really great yeah, time with them. Yeah. Um, so I was really happy that he wanted to come. Uh, we have. A bunch of good LA comics. We have Christine from Arizona. We have, I mean, we legitimately have comics coming from all over the country. And yeah, I think there's no way. I don't know. I don't want to say that out loud and jinx myself, but I don't see. I don't. Yeah. I think it's going to be an amazing weekend. I think oh, people I, are going to have a great time. We have amazing comics. Um, we're yeah. just we're. It's out of the coast. Here the coast. See. That's what we said on the during the submission thing. I'm like. And there's the Pacific Ocean. Like, I mean, yeah. it's li- we are literally, our venues are facing the ocean. Like, nice. and we're giving our uh, comics uh, free lodging. Uh, they're staying nice. at Tory Ward, the, the owner of Lincoln City Laughs, who is the owner of the festival, um, and my co-producer. Uh, her family owns this cool um, hotel called the Historic Anchor Inn, and Tori and I stay there by ourselves when um, when we go and do planning, and it's like... She grew up there, and she's also, um, I don't think she believes in ghosts, maybe, but I do. Uh, like I, or I, I fear that I do. I don't know. It's a big hotel to stay in by ourselves, so I'm always like, are you sure you don't want to share a room together? <laughs> well, I'm telling you, it's, are you, are you going to be out there, uh, are you going to be out there uh, planning uh, next weekend? Um, we, abs- we might be, actually. Oh, okay. Because that's a, see, we're just interviewing people that yeah. have events on the coast. Right. So it's like you have your comedy, the comedy festival coming up April 26th, 27th, and 28th. And uh, on Friday, we had uh, the right. Ghost Conference, Ghost which Conference. is this coming weekend in Seaside. Ooh, Oregon. that would be fun to go to. Yeah. yeah. That's this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, see, so we'll just, that, that'll be the requirement for people who come on the show. It's that's like, are you doing coast? an event at the coast? You know, yeah. I can throw a beach party or something. We'll, okay. We'll rename the show R maybe. One of uh, our <laughs> driving me nuts. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's an old kids joke. Um, <coughs> do you remember that joke? I, yeah. A pirate I love walks that into joke. a bar with a steering wheel in his pants and like, what are you doing? He's like, Arr, driving me nuts. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How do I remember those from like, I was like seven. Anyway. Um, I don't know. You're like, uh, you know, kind of in the professional the, comics. So yeah. I mean, it, you, 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 it's the thing. Things that were a default or a, like things that made things really hard for me in my childhood are it's weird that they're paying my bills now. Like yeah. me not being able to shut up when I was a kid, I'm um, being super preoccupied by everything that's going on around me because I think mm. a lot of comics are like that. 
um, that we're constantly observing everything that's going on. Um, those were things that made school and life really hard. And now right. I like somehow learned how to make some money off it. So that's kind of cool. So right. your the advice you'd have to kids out there oh, right now yeah. would be what? Just be a wise ass and, uh, you know. Don't don't get lost <laughs> in the cube, man. Don't get lost in the cube and force uh. yourself to do it for 14 years and then be like, oh, I am funny. Um, <laughs> listen to your inner voice. I don't know. Figure it out earlier than I did. 30. But... I, who knows? Everything yeah. happens when it's supposed to happen. All that yeah. stuff. I just, I love doing it. And comedy has changed my life. I've met so many cool people and built oh, so yeah. many awesome relationships. And I've never felt like I was supposed to do anything more than I was supposed to do this. And mm. I've never done anything while in the process of it that felt so right. Yeah. Um, I got to know who, and then this was kind of banked a while ago. Never Okay. In my head. Yeah. Who, who's who's your favorite? You were talking about growing up and watching comedy, getting the VHSs. I can't say I have a favorite because it depends on mood. Yeah, sure. But things that um, – ones that really stick out to me, it's – you know, like I said, my comedy palette has changed. Um, I loved Andrew Dice Clay as a kid. Wow. Like I loved his whole like – Dynamic and it's like Jack yeah. and Jill, like and he was filthy and it was naughty. You weren't supposed yeah. to be listening to it. I loved that. Um, but George Carlin was really a huge, and my dad loved him. Yeah, and he looked and sounded just like my favorite uncle. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. And so I loved him. Like when he like, and going back, his early stuff's phenomenal, and some of his later stuff, I'm like, you know what? Quit bitching. Like quit pre- you're preaching now, George. Yeah. But. I love that you can see that in comics and that they're not always just cookie cutter and like boom, boom, boom. That you get to see those ebbs and flows in their performance. And that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. I watched, uh, I liked Roseanne Barr when I was a kid. Uh, Paula Poundstone. Mm -hmm. Um, She was just here not too long ago, right? She was down at the the Aladdin. Sam Kennison. um, Sam, yeah. Yeah. Because there was, the thing about Sam is he was so loud that if, unless you liked listening to stories or unless you liked listening to comedy that it would have been easy to just zone him out and just be like what is this guy mm-hmm. talking about but well, like his whole joke about uh growing food in the desert being like the move right. out of the desert mm-hmm. like i loved that as a kid um cool. eddie murphy Richard Pryor. i got in trouble for singing uh eddie murphy at school you know the i got an ice cream that whole <laughs> yeah, one yeah, raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. i got in trouble for singing them and they had to talk to my parents <laughs> oh. and now thinking about it my teacher was probably 26 and here's this like little blonde green-eyed girl like rehearsing yeah, Eddie yeah. Murphy on <laughs> recess yeah. with, like 10 kids standing around me but I'd memorized it so this is crazy you know that this whole thing about your childhood growing up and like literally like the biopic that they will make of you in HBO when you do your HBO special mm-hmm. right yeah. and then there'll be like the little the little uh, flashback to your life and you literally will be the kid on the on the, uh, the, the, the schoolyard. It kept going, too. That. I mean, I did, I did a lot of, um, don't judge me, but I did a lot of, like, recreational drugs in high school in my <laughs> early 20s. Like, a lot of mushrooms and a lot of pot. And You we were would, researching. I was researching. Mm-hmm. And we would go. Doing your research. When you're a bunch of kids and you live at your parents' house, you can't eat mushrooms at their house. No. So you'd go to the woods and we'd build bonfires. <laughs> go to the woods. We go would. To the woods. I remember woman. this is what kids in Oregon did, just to, to let you know. True. Like, you go up to the woods, you'd have a big bonfire, you'd eat mushrooms, and I would always end up standing behind the like the bonfire with it in front of me and just talking for like two or three hours. And mm. one night my friend was like, oh my God, it's I feel like I just watched a comedy special. 
you need to do this. And I was like 17. So all these times through my life, there were... Road road signs saying that... that, Yeah, that, hey, this is probably a good idea. Maybe you should do this. I'm glad I didn't do it in like my late teens, early 20s, because I was such a shit show that I would have burned a bunch of bridges. (laughs) I would have. Like, I was rowdy. I liked to party. I was cocky. Like, I just... It wasn't the time. It happened when it was supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. Nice. I don't know. Yeah. I'd like to see that Amanda too. Right, right, right. <laughs> Hell on wheels, yeah. man. Might get my dad I could, a I, hard could, time. I could see. I could. I could see that in you. Yeah, it's. It'd be like, well, there goes Amanda again. She still lives in there somewhere. Like we were in bed. <laughs> Speaking of bonfires, we my, my friend Joe and I, the the guy that opened for me, a good friend of mine, we went to Deschutes Brewery after the show in Bend, and we're having drinks, and these two guys are just standing right next to us in the bar. And I just start talking to him, and I do that a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And then they just sat down and had drinks with us, and we didn't make friends with them. And then at the end of the night, they were like, hey, we're going to a big bonfire. Uh, your friend's tired. Do you want to come with us? And there was still a 19-year-old man in the back of my head was like, yeah, I want to go to a bonfire and drink. <laughs> and then 38-year-old man was like, you have festival stuff to do, and uh. you're an adult. Go. <laughs> go back to the hotel and I did I went back to the hotel but my first instinct was still to be like hell yeah I want to go to a bonfire <laughs> like what is that when, does, party, that go, when does that go away like I'm just too old for it now I don't no. like to drink anymore like it makes me horrible feeling the next day drinking's not my drug of choice by any means carbs are I love bread but <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what I feel carbs. is a little crazy <laughs> I get some bread but, hell yeah. yeah like friend like no I'm not a big drinker anymore well, yeah. when you're 18, you have those recuperative powers, right? It's like you're superwoman. You can wake up the next day, bam, you're yeah. ha- hair of the dog, let's go. Go work. And then, yeah, but I, I can't drink anymore either because it's It just, disables me. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like system shut down. Like, no, I have to lay on my side. Like, <laughs> it disables me. I have to put the placard up on my window the next day because I'm just, you know. System shut down. That's what I always picture, like, graphics going down. <laughs> Uh, anyway. So, folks, we got the Undertow Comedy Festival coming up yeah. next weekend down at Lincoln City. You do not want to miss it. Undertow Comedy it's Festival. Not, it's, it's not next weekend. It's not next weekend. You just totally uh, were next, thinking something else. Well, not this next weekend, but the weekend. April 26th, 27th, and 28th. Don't stress me out, man. <laughs> I'm not ready. You were, you were going so well there. <laughs> we were letting you go, and then it was like, oh. Wait a minute. <laughs> you were thinking of the other. Well, yeah, back in the radio thing, I always had these notes all over the place yeah. where they remind me because if it's in my head, it's 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 nothing I need to know, right? <laughs> were you no, drinking last so. night, Jason? Well, no. Uh, were you at a bonfire? No. Um, but edibles are really good. Yeah, right? Undertow Comedy Festival is in Lincoln <laughs> no. City the last weekend of April. Yes. Uh, the 26th, 27th, and 28th. Passes yes. are on sale at undertowcomedy.com right now. Um, right get your here. passes, and then you'll be able to re- reserve your shows that you want mm-hmm. within the first two uh, the first two weeks before the show. Um, if you're going to stay in Lincoln City, if you could book your hotel through the book your hotel link on our website, that would be awesome. It's like all the hotels in Lincoln City, um, but it just uh, shows that we're bringing people mm-hmm. from out of town. Um, mm-hmm. Because the city's right paying there. for all that. See, yeah. folks, I bot- um, I botched that on purpose because she's much much better at it than I am. Oh, you yeah. know how much I've had to say this over and over again, but I love <laughs> it. Like I'm, this is my baby, man. I want this to go so good. Um, Tori and I are just like, are we gonna like each other or hate each other after this? <laughs> no, we're fine. She's wonderful. She's also a very talented comic. Grew up in Lincoln City. Um, huh? She's been booking that hotel and the eventuary uh, her whole life. So. 
she's been quite the asset. Um, but yeah, this is going to be it's going to be awesome. Ron Funches, Jeff Dye, Lori Kilmartin, yeah. Shane Moss, uh, Ron Lynch, and then a um, bunch of great Portland comics. Gabe Binger is coming to open for Ron, uh, even though he lives in L.A. now. Uh, Bree Pruitt, uh, she's coming back from L.A. Wow, yeah. uh, but then we have heavy hitters like Adam Posse, Caitlin Marhauser. They're both killing it in Portland right now. Love Adam, yeah. Yeah, Adam's okay. great. Um, and... Uh, yeah, there's. I feel like I'm missing people. Jason Traeger. I mean, there's 30 comics. Sorry if I'm leaving some of you guys out, but Indeed. I chose you, so. <laughs> like, we well, can uh, look at them on the on the Facebook. Yeah, it was really Undertow hard. Comedy Fest on the, Facebook. Well, the awesomely talented Christine Levine too. Christine's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Murray Valeriano from LA. I've worked with him. Uh, and he's gonna come up. He wanted to surf. That's why he wanted to come up. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's gonna be pretty. Pretty damn amazing. I'm excited. Yeah. It was really hard picking the comics being limited to who we can oh, pick. Oh, yeah. That was so hard. Because you have people that are so funny. Like, these people are so funny. I genuinely laughed at so many of the videos, like, where you're like, man, how do I... Well, in, in order to pr- to put it on, on a show, right, don't you have to have, like, okay, this comedian does this, this comedian does that. we got to blend it out and even it out and make sure. But you got to have those comics first. So you got to have yeah. your lineup, and then you build your shows. Yeah. Well, at least that's how we did it. I don't know. We're, so we're new to this. Um, we also have Lucas Seeley coming from – he's a nationally touring comic. He's coming as industry. Um, and uh, he is the co-producer of Big Sky Comedy Festival. We're really excited mm-hmm. to have him. Yeah. Their submissions open in June, so this is great. So this will give him a chance to take a look at a bunch of like up-and-comers, and so when they submit, kind of have an idea of you know what they're all about. Yeah. Um, and we'll do some industry panel. We have uh, Rich Miller coming, who is Dennis Miller's brother. Oh, cool. um, he owns oh. Cap, Cap City Comedy Club in Austin and uh, books a bunch of stuff. Um, mm. I don't know what that looks for. <laughs> And, uh, oh, I didn't nothing. Yeah, he he books uh, has nothing to do with Dennis Miller or <laughs> Dennis Miller's story. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, uh, he'll be good industry. The comics will get a chance. Uh, Helium's our big sponsor. Um, the uh, manager of Helium will be there. We'll sit down and talk to the comics about how to get booked. And uh, oh, cool! So it's yeah, panel. we're doing a lot. We're doing a panel. We have a photographer coming oh. uh, from Centralia, Washington. Weird place, but Gabe Botton. He's done. So many comics uh, headshots, and we're gonna get our comics headshots while they're there. He's gonna take a bunch of pictures. Wow. It's gonna be nice. awesome. Nice, cool. Yeah. So that's uh, again. That is at the website where you want to go to get your passes and all that is right on, there. Is right. Yeah, we'll pull it up again. Is the undertowcomedy.com and also the Undertow Comedy Festival on Facebook. And Undertow Comedy on Twitter. Yep. But you need to, like, go to undertowcomedy.com to get your tickets. We do. Yes. That's how you do it. uh, But you can follow them on Twitter and Facebook. Follow us on all the social medias. We also are still taking submissions for volunteers. So Ah, if you volunteer for a full day, you get to um, stay at the volunteer house. Uh, I volunteer Jason. For one extra day. So you get to – and you get a pass to the festival. So if you come work for a day, then you get to – those spots are limited, but we do. Do uh, you have a? Uh, is are there like septic tanks, outhouses to clean, and things like that for volunteers? Uh, we'll see. Yeah, okay. if they have a bad attitude. No, I'm just kidding. Cool. Cool. <laughs> no, no, no. Cause I volunteer, Jason. How come I'm on latrine duty? <laughs> yes. What's going on? 
Oh. KP for you. <laughs> yeah, KP for you. Yeah, it's not going to be a, like a Peeling dirty... Peeling potatoes. Uh, it won't be like a dirty music <gasps> oh, festival. When I think of Alice's, I think that? I like going and seeing fish and stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can we do that, though? That would be perfect. Yeah. It would be like, yeah. you know, you just see a picture of us on, yeah. on Facebook... That weekend, we're peeling here, potatoes. Here, here, Jason and I are wearing the white T-shirts and stuff, peeling, volunteering for the <laughs> Undertow Comedy Festival. Uh, that would be really funny, actually. Um, we actually, yeah, we have, we have a good friend of mine who uh, Shannon Feltis. She's going to come and cook breakfast. She's a chef. Mm. She's going to cook breakfast for our mm. comics on Thursday Ooh, or yeah. Friday and Saturday. We haven't nice. announced that. That's a we haven't announced that on Facebook yet, and mm-hmm. Twitter and the Instagrams. But she just got Exclusive. sponsored by Whole Thirty. So. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. very cool. Yeah. So she's going to come and feed her folks. She's an amazingly talented uh, chef. So cool. nom, nom, noms. Well, I'm excited. I've been following. Yeah. I've been following this. Well, I've been following you since like the Oak Grove stuff. Yeah. And, and I've been following that. your. Thank you guys for your support. Yeah. I really appreciate it. No, absolutely. I mean, I, it's it, it's only taken a year for us to, right. to get you right. on here. I've mentioned, I've mentioned uh, often. It's like, oh, you know great sometime to have Amanda on and then it's like well she's got a comedy festival so uh, oh yeah so I'm gonna just take all the opportunities while I'm on here March 28th too yes please please. Dirty Dozen Uh, it's but don't come if you're easily offended because it is all dark and dirty comedy it's that's the whole oh where's that that's the whole niche Helium that is at Helium Helium Comedy Club 9th and Hawthorne 8pm on March 28th I have taken over that show. We also do Dirty okay. Dozen Roast Battles uh, every Ooh. once in a while. Ooh. I've won those a couple times. Uh, so I'll be sponsoring the, or doing those as well, hosting them. But March 28th, uh, you can go to Helium 28th. and see me host Okay. with a great lineup. You can see that on my, my personal page, I believe. Or if you just look up Helium Dirty Dozen on Facebook, it'll come right up. Or you've got a page. Yeah, Amanda I've got Arnold. an event going. Yeah, Amanda Arnold is my um, Facebook. Facebook. And there's also Amanda Arnold Comedy. Something Google that or it'll come up. And... Twitter and all Twitter, that. <laughs> Twitter, Amanda <laughs> underscore Arnold, Amanda, Arnold and Amanda Grace Arnold on Instagram. There you go. Can you change your Instagram name? I didn't expect I Instagram know. to be that big of a deal. I was like, this is dumb, and now it's my favorite social media. Hmm. You know what? Yeah. I might. Yeah. I love. I might it. have an Instagram of you back in the Oak Grove. Yeah. Back a while. Yeah, I think I do somewhere huh. on my Instagram, like whenever many years ago oh, that I'll was. Oh, I'll look at it on stage. Yeah, but you yeah. know how it is when yeah. you've got like a thousand pictures on Instagram. It's yeah. like, where was that picture from so five hard. years ago? Who yeah. knows, right? There has yeah. to be a way to filter that. I wonder. I'm so technically unsavvy. It's like Instagram. Yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's <laughs> the yeah. Instagram's kind of like when Facebook started getting popular yeah. when everybody was still on MySpace. Yeah, um, okay. for a lot of people, and I'm like, no, nope, Instagram's cool. Kids like it. Yeah. The young kids. Kids these days. I know. <laughs> kids. So. Undergo yeah. UndertowComedyFestival.com. Undertow. You got time. Well, you don't get get them now. Yeah. Get them now, but so you get your stuff, yeah. and then the Dirty Dozen coming up on That's the twenty eighth of, of March. This month. March. Excellent at Helium. That's a really good lineup too. It's yeah. really funny. Which yeah. Amanda will be hosting. I will be hosting, so I'll tell some Excellent. jokes and well, I'm gonna try to get some sponsors to. Um, yeah. Give me some weird stuff to give to you guys. So nice. There you go. I like it. We'll see. Anything else? I mean, that sounds like that's good. Well, Tom said all the things. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, well, we're the pleasure is ours. If I can, the the battery's dying now. See, there it goes. (laughs) No, the pleasure's ours, Jason. Yes. 
peeling peeling potatoes. Peeling potatoes, doing that thing, yeah. I'll All right. Keeping a low profile. So uh, we'll be back uh, on yep. Friday. So yep. have a safe week. That's and right. uh, I think uh, Friday we'll have, you know, be sweet 16, the sports ball stuff. So we'll have some That's sports, right. sports ball to talk right. about. So. Right. We'll do that. So thanks again to Amanda Arnold. And yeah. Thank you guys so yeah, much. Thank you. I appreciate it. And we will see you later. Thank you guys. Undertow Comedy Festival. Go check it out. Go team.